we start off in Hoboken where the anticipated Zack Bowl turned out to be a whack bowl as both offenses were a complete no-show this weekend. Still searching for a quarterback, Wells took a trip down the Sam. How old the hell? But after just nine points, it looks like an OC in DC is needed way more than an ACDC. Meanwhile, Kurt was still hammered for Muller's wedding when he took my troll advice as gospel and actually started Kadarius Phony, who scored just two points more than he has eyebrows. And in the end, Michael Thomas the Tank Engine keeps choo-chooing his way to double digits, this time serving as the final kick in Kurt's caboose. Wells 88, Kurt 78. Ooh. The second half of our Hoboken doubleheader features Corey flying north into the bird's nest to take on Husser. Fowler had a little too much Gino Grigio the night prior when he decided to start Smith at quarterback over his team's 47th namesake. Meanwhile, ever since Husser moved his cardboard box north, he calls it Jonathan Taylor Ham, as his RB's 21 points cured his hangover to put him in position to secure the victory. But we probably should have known when he Ubered home alone before the cake was cut that Tom wasn't built for the late game as Jordan Addis son of Sam fired six shots and 31 points into Husser's 94 Corolla to snatch the dub. Corey 130, Husser 115. Corey? Huh? Huh? Corey? Next up, Poe heads to Florham Park to rehab his foot with Aaron Rodgers and face off with Team Procaccini. Poe's incessant crying about his running back injuries felt like April showers, which in turn brings A Flowers, who is the latest Raven to make big plays for Poe. Jaleel Sarah McLaughlin fittingly sang In the arms of an angel as Brock was a dead dog by the end of the 1pms after Deontay Booker Foreman had three wives and three touchdowns on his way to 33 points. Poe 140, Brock 75. Up next, the blind squirrel that is Team Troy heads up to the nut to take on Rasp. Sunday marked the return of Team Troy's first-rounder, Saquon Beef and Barkley, whose 19 points should have me and Poe slurping our injury-prone king all episode. Meanwhile, Travis, Kelsey, can you see? Holy shit, he's got 35. As the Ramparts and Swifties watch, the tight end carry Rast to a huge lead. The blowout loss seemingly inspired Troy to hit the trade market. The only issue being that Calvin and Hobbes Ridley's value may just be a figment of a Bengal-loving boy's imagination. Rasp 126, Troy 90, the New York Football Giants. In the late window, Steve heads back, 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 back to Cali, Cali for a showdown with Trav. Rashad Walter White was slinging that crystal and six dump-offs on his way to 19 points. Team Steve also got major contributions from AJ Soprano Brown, who has the makings of a varsity athlete after his 30-point showing. But in the end, Travis ETN phoned Patrick Mahomes as Della Rosa's deadly duo combined for 56 points, guiding him to another victory. Trav 139, Steve 111. Whoop, whoop, whoop. As always, we finish up with newlywed Muller taking on a real North Jersey legend, me. Tom got a katana from Troy as a wedding gift, and a 30-burger from Kamara as a Thursday gift, as the once-suspended RB has been a real difference-maker thus far. Meanwhile, Darren Big Waller Brand's 23 points showed that this game was never lost, especially thanks to Tom's shitty wide receiver room. 
Congrats, Muller. Let's hope that Walmart Bruce Buffer and his saxophone playing friend got paid in advance because the only ring you're getting this year was slipped on your finger Saturday night. Congrats, Tom and Nicole. Shit was awesome. Me, 143. Muller, 100. And that is week seven. Poe, how we doing? We've been better, Bill. We've been better. <laughs> it sounds like least. we have. A little IR, IR stint for you? Yeah, it seemed like, you know, as you alluded to in the boomers, that aside from the fantasy gods wanting to take away my running back's knees, now it's taking away my own knee. <laughs> yeah, brutal injury. Uh, a lot of wedding dancing was the cause, or was it actually... Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> it was like the shoes I was wearing, and I have flat feet, and it was just like too tight i guess and like i was in them for like in a 40 hour span probably in dress shoes like 28 of the hours and it just uh didn't work well basically when you're very drunk and dancing a lot and at a wedding and dress shoes um take it easy the day after um or you might end up with a stress fracture i mean huster's feet probably not hurting too bad i think he was out of there by around 7 30 if i had to yeah that's what i heard Typical uh, fraud hustler move. But um but yeah, let's get into the matchups here. Before we do, why don't we get a pick 'em status update from you? Yeah, so you know, my leg isn't enough to shit on me, but um let's go to my pick 'em record to really lift my spirits. Oh, um twenty five and thirty eight on the year, three and six last week. Um a few misses, you know. I fading myself didn't work. Never does. Uh, meanwhile, you five and four a week, thirty four and twenty eight on the year. So yeah, I'm still a solid ten games back. Um, it's gonna, it's it's over. We're I, only halfway. Through. I literally, if, it, if everything goes the complete opposite, we got a, a stalemate, and maybe we'll do something fun for the playoffs. Double points. Just go completely. Yeah, just go complete. No, 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 no. Can't do that. Can't can't get you fucked in the playoffs. Let's uh, we'll figure it out though. Something fair. Yeah, why don't you draft something up and then bring it to uh to next week's and then we yeah, can figure I out something to make this exciting down the stretch. Or you can just I go nine and zero this you. week. Just be a legend. I might just yeah, I might just fade every single one of your picks <laughs> this week, and like just hope that it works out for me in a good way and picks up like five games or some shit. <laughs> it's not impossible, but without further ado, let's get into the first game. Let's head over to Curtis v Steve. Steve, a desperate one and six at this point, just seemingly not his year. Probably one loss away from being out of playoff contention already. And then Curtis, four and three, um, poor scoring performance last week, but overall been a pretty decent team thus far. Uh, let's get into the matchups here. So we got Jared Goff against the Raiders, and then Justin Herbert against the Bears. Any initial thoughts? Um. Did the Lions game concern you a little bit last week? I mean, I know I was heavy on the Ravens and loved them last week, but did it concern you at all that like maybe pump the brakes on the Lions this year? I mean, I was kind of particular. I wasn't necessarily shocked. I mean, it, it was just a game that got out of, out of hand very quickly. Um, I mean, a loss is a loss, but it, it was an ass kicking. It was definitely brutal, and then you, they were kind of pressing the entire game, so it got kind of even uglier. I'm not necessarily worried, and I'm definitely not worried against the Raiders, that is. Um, maybe against better competition, yeah, they'll struggle. Um, but I, I think Goff is perfectly playable against the Raiders. And then same thing with Herbert. I mean, he had a terrible game last week as well against the Chiefs. 
and then now a nice comfy Chicago defense. You figure that's much, much easier. So, I mean, I like both of these guys coming off the bad weeks. Yeah, I think golf is, is a fine start this week, especially because it seems like I think Jimmy G is practicing, but if he doesn't play, it's going to be Aiden O'Connell, which screams to me that the, the Lions will kind of feast this week. But yeah, I'm fine with golf. Herbert, like, he's been pretty fine for fantasy throughout the year, but he kind of really put up a stinker last week in Kansas City. And he's kind of like, from a fantasy perspective, he's been fine, but real life football, little overrated. Um, I think we're yeah. starting to see. I, th- I think he got crowned way too early. And this you're kind of seeing. Since his like, rookie yeah. year, I feel like he came in ready to go, strong ass arm kind of still just like a first read like guy and just kind of hasn't really yeah hasn't really i saw like an anonymous gm be like he's a thrower not a quarterback like he knows where he's going pre-snap like he's smart and whatnot but as far as like improvising and he can't do off script and every time he does do off script he throws a fucking back-breaking interception yeah exactly so i mean so he's on the Philip Rivers path where people are going to be like, oh, he should just be a Hall of Philip Famer. Rivers again. <laughs> it's yeah, just Philip Rivers all He should over. be a Hall of Famer because he ha- puts up all these volume stats, but, like, he literally can't win ever in crunch time. Um, and so, like, yeah, some of it's on Staley because Staley is, in my opinion, a dog shit coach, and I've been on this take for, like, two years now. But I think Herbert is turning into a little bit of a pumpkin. Um, needless to say, if he doesn't perform against Chicago this week, like, it's going to be pretty rough week for him after that but no doubt. he should be fine to start i'd be shocked if he puts up a dud this week and then running backs curtis naji harris who did have a decent game last week and then back to d mercado in the rb2 let's see he's got david montgomery questionable Benching Who's Zeke. not playing? Yeah. Uh, David Montgomery, I don't believe is playing. So, I mean, not a lot of running back options unless you go Zeke again, um, which seemingly didn't work out for him last week. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm going Di Mercado. I'm, I'm kind of banking on Zeke falling in the end zone over him, but what are your thoughts there? I probably take Di Mercado just because I think he'll get more touches. It Ravens seems like they went away from scary, the... though, I feel. It is, I, I mean, but Ezekiel Elliott is just dog shit, and there's a there's a world where Miami just kind of puts the fucking front, ha- like yeah, gets mm-hmm. out in front very early. So I I mean I would probably go with Demarcado. Oh, it's tough because the Ravens do have a good defense, like, but they do let up a decent chunk to the running back. They're like 18th on the year, mm. so like that's a little bit of a better matchup in my opinion than. Miami, who's actually, yeah, I guess it's pretty much the same. So Miami's 17th, Ravens are 18th. I don't know. I just don't trust Zeke. Um, I might play Zeke over Najee Harris, though. <laughs> I, I think waiting that's, for Najee to catch a strike somehow. I, I, I think that's probably where I would lean, just because, like you said, like I do like kind of... I hate Zeke, but I just like his opportunity to fall into the end zone potentially better mm-hmm. than Najee Harris, who like had a good week last week. But like, hey, if your best week on the year that people are talking about is you averaging three point eight yards per carry, he's really on... turned the corner. <laughs> yeah, like that's just embarrassing. Um, so I just wouldn't want to get burned by Najee. But 
it's tough. Um, these running back injuries for Curtis are really kind of fucking his team over in the middle of the season. I mean, it's just the one. It's just James Conner. Oh, and then Mon- Montgomery. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say Najee and I think Connor were the plan. But yeah, Montgomery's been great. Can't understate that. Um, the other side, Steve's still got J- Joe Mix and Aaron Jones. Nice and easy. We don't have to um, do too much research with these guys. No Rashad White. He's playing tonight. And then the other interesting one, he's got Tajay Spears there, which could be good if Henry goes to the Ravens or something. Um, of course, none of that matters if Steve doesn't find a way to win this week. Um, as far yeah, as his he needs to, he's got very low margin for it. He can maybe sneak maybe in at six seven and at seven. seven and seven. Yeah, but this is a this is a must win for Steve. Definitely must win. Um, but yeah, so he's going with Mixon and Aaron Jones over the people that I was referencing earlier. Do you like that? I mean, both have been pretty... The Vikings have been really good against the run this year, shockingly. They've only let up three rushing touchdowns, and they're actually sixth best against the run on the Mm -hmm. year, so... I don't love it, especially because Aaron Jones has kind of been hurt all year. Yeah, after that first week when he looked really good. He's burned Steve so many times this year. (laughs) I'm honestly shocked that Steve is going back to the well with him. He had one good week, and he's been injured and kind of dog shit ever since. I almost feel like you got to bank that Derrick Henry gets traded this week, and if he doesn't, then I'd probably go... Ugh. Probably go Rashad White over Aaron Jones. You know I hate Aaron Jones. I'm sorry, but like... You hate Rashad White, too. Yeah, but I'd probably play him. I I think I would definitely play him over Aaron yeah, Jones. I mean, the Bills just... defense is super mortal as of late as well. Like yeah, the, the Bills defense isn't good at all. And Trey White. And they're 22nd against the run. So, like, you're talking about 6th versus 22nd. I, I think you play the odds there. And, like, Rashad White got pretty involved last week. Is Baker Mayfield playing... No, it's this seem- week. It seemingly it's trending against that, and the line's moving that way as well. I think it's up to nine. Last time I checked. So then maybe maybe you go with Rashad White also with the thought of like they're going to probably lean on him a little bit more, and he yeah. might be kind of the safety valve in the passing game. Damn, fuck, that sucks for me with Mike Evans. Definitely. Goddamn, who's their backup? <laughs> I think it's Kyle Trask. I want to say. Oh no, Florida guy. Yeah, he was kind of stinky in college. Oh no! <laughs> so fuck. Okay, yeah. It looks like Baker Mayfield's questionable. So yeah. Um, I'm just I, saying, the way the line's still moving, Sean White. and I think Hosser was talking like it was uh, somewhat of a given. But yeah, I mean, I don't love either running back group. Kind of in yeah, and then Mixon is stinky. <laughs> he's just so inefficient. It's and just Sam a matter Fran. of like he's at least not going to have any competition for the carries. So. You know, maybe you hope because San Fran's been susceptible the last two weeks. Like, he can maybe fall into the end zone. And this is a pretty big game for the Bengals where they really need to win this to kind of keep pace in their division. Yeah. I mean, as far as an edge, I don't really know if there's anything material either way. Um, maybe one yeah. that scores the other by, like, five. But I don't think it has a major... Um, this will end up being the decider though i feel like like one of these guys will like go the fuck off and it'll end up helping them you know yeah i mean i don't know which one i'd bet on as far as which one's going off but that's why we spend all day watching on red zone and we'll see find out uh let's get to receivers 
Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, DK Metcalf back for Kurt. Just a great trio. Um, that's been the, the backbone of his team all year. On the other side, Steve, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, Jacoby Myers has turned into a great flex play for him. Um, I mean, a lot to like in both rooms. Uh, I'll let you start with whoever you're kind of leaning more. Isn't it kind of crazy that the Patriots literally have no offensive talent and they let Jacoby Myers just walk and he immediately is having a career year outside of New England? Yeah, I mean, he... He's very which worse, with as bad, if not worse, quarterbacks in Las Vegas, which is crazy to me. So yeah, I, I I love Jacoby Myers, especially in a team in the Lions who their running game has been really good, but their passing game, uh, at least on the defense, is is yeah. really not that good. Their bottom ha- their bottom ten in the league in terms of fantasy scores against, they and just then got lit up by every receiver on the Ravens, like OBJ. Yeah, the Ravens had a day, and. and You'll even see reports this week that they're active in the trading. Like, kind of, you know, they shot it, probably should have gotten Yard. Fucking Eagles just get everybody. Needless to say, yeah. I, I like Jacoby Myers. It seems like Jimmy G is going to be playing, but even if he doesn't play, it seems like even if it's Aiden O'Connell or Hoare that um, they Jacoby Myers ball. has been eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then CeeDee Lamb, he's been pretty... <laughs> pedestrian pretty below average for yeah. where you drafted him you know no doubt. um what do you think of the rams like do you think like do you think they're rams starting to tough. become kind of exposed i feel like they're just like an average team, but... i think they're kind of where you'd expect them to be i think there's still not enough guys on the defense and then mcveigh did a great job kind of making the offense more than respectable i mean there was everyone was a playmaker on that team for the first couple weeks but i mean i I think they're still just not insanely talented at the moment i think mcveigh is a good coach and he still gets a lot of the offense but i mean a lot out of the offense but yeah i I, I don't know if the rams are a playoff team necessarily they'll be in and at the end kind of fighting for that last wild card spot but i mean no shot they win the division and then we'll kind of see that's kind of my stance on the rams but I, i could see them Anywhere between like, I feel like they could bottle up CD this week. They are fourth against the pass. I mean, he's just been very underwhelming. Like, yeah, he he went off against the Chargers in in like kind of that close game, but for the most part, I don't know. the The uh, Dallas offense has been like up and down all year, so mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of confidence. Like, but you can't bench him for Drake London, who even though he's he's been playing really well lately, I just. Drake London very well lately is still this version of bad CD Lamb. So I and mean, also his floor is quite literally zero points. Like he could end up having a zero point yeah, week, and, and, and that's impossible can't. for CD Lamb. Yeah, and I mean they're coming. And off then AJ Brown, AJ Brown's gonna go the fuck off this week against Washington. He's been unstoppable. He's been, He's so been unstoppable this year. God damn it, dude! He literally cr- like you can look at his scoring. Reports come out. He was crying on the sidelines after week two. 22, 38, 18, 20, 29. Like, he, they were like, hey, yeah. we just gave this guy $100 million. Like, we can't have him quitting on us. And that 38 was against Washington last time as well. And we saw firsthand yeah. how dysfunctional and shitty that team is. Yeah, their AJ secondary Brown's is a mess. Huge. They're so disorganized, honestly. Their secondary. Ron Rivera is dog shit as a coach. He's just so overrated. He's a dead man walking. But, oh yeah, but yeah. So I, I I like all three starts. Um, CD Lamb probably the least, but I, I think this is a good spot for the Cowboys. I think coming off a bye, 
And then this is just kind of a team they can, like, their game plan works well against. You know, it's like yeah. they can get after the passer and limit, like, the shit that the Rams want to do on offense. And then I think they should be able to move the ball pretty pretty easily as well. Um, I know the stats, potentially, fantasy wide receiver output isn't great, but I, I could see that kind of leveling out and regressing to the mean as they play some more competition. Um, mm-hmm. And then on Kurt's side... Jamar Chase against the Niners, they're also coming off a bye, and what we've already alluded to is a huge game, like San Fran's kind of reeling, and then the Bengals are trying to get back, so we was very intrigued by that game. And then also in that game, Brandon Ayuk, and then DK Metcalf against Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, just such a scary defense. Are you scared about DK at all? I, obviously, you're starting him, but what kind of production do you expect out of him? I'm a little scared just because he's also nursing an injury. So it's like one of those things where he's like over-reliant on his athletic ability because he doesn't have some kind of insane route tree, you know? Yeah. So if he's hampered and he's going against the Cleveland defense, which is showing you, even without big shithead Watson, like they're so good on defense that they're going to win. You know, like they can win these games. So I'm a little concerned for DK, but he doesn't really have a better option on his bench. And by the way, hold on. I I just want to go back to this real quick. Two things. One, we did say Curtis Samuel last week. The week you decide to start him is the week that he ends up having a dog shit week. And he had 6.5 points last week. Number two, why is Kirk Cousins not starting? Mm, I don't know. Maybe maybe he thinks he missed missed his chance to play him. Does he have two back-to-back God weeks? I mean... The Packers have been they're eighth far against from the good. pass. They're eighth against the pass, but they're not. He's been, I feel like he's you been favoring Goff Cousins. in general. He's been he's been, fa- he's been liking Goff all year. I think Cousins having a pretty good year. Uh, yeah, I I, I, suppose, I mean they're comparable. But, um, like they're comparable. Both not tough matchups. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting decision. I, I don't I don't think it's right or wrong either way. Like I, I could see it going either way. And then Ayuk has been great, but the last few weeks he's kind of been slowing down. Yeah, and and we'll I'm a and I'm a little concerned. Yeah, like what Darnold is going to prefer, like if it's Ayuk, is he's always been a tight end uh, guy. Tight end is Debo Samuel playing? That I don't know. Uh, he didn't last week, so. And also, sorry for the fucking air show that's going on. I don't know if the mic is picking that up. It could be a no. I can't hear. It. No, I, I can't hear. It, it could be a Jets money line. Uh, yeah, <laughs> omen. But yeah, Ayuki slowed down, but so have the Niners the last two weeks. So you know, Cincinnati's defense isn't too scary, but I mean, I, I guess a little cause for concern um, based on how he's been performing. It's think- not that he's looked bad on the field. It's just that they're just not scoring a ton of points um yeah i mean these are all great guys but the matchups are all significantly harder than ever all of and the jamar guys. shockingly I, I mean last week cousins was picking on ward in san francisco like he was really like kind of dicing him up so jamar chase i think is gonna have a pretty big game um, yeah their defense is Francisco's less about the secondary. Bottom. It's more so the, the front seven that makes them dominant. And they're nursing injuries. Like, Fred Warner and Greenlaw both got kind of banged up last week. Mm-hmm. And then the Niners' pass defense is bottom ten in the league, shockingly. So, I think Cincinnati, like, 
I think this is kind of the point where they're kind of coming off a bye. They're, they're a lot healthier, you know, and they're coming into, you know, they've had two weeks of prep for one of the top five teams in the NFL. So I, I think this is going to be a good game. And I think Jamar Chase, he always shows up in these big games. So I fully expect him to have a gigantic week, to be honest with you. So are you leaning Curtis or you like Steve more? On the receivers, I'm leaning Steve just because I'm not sure about Ayuk and Metcalf, whereas I think A.J. Brown and Myers are definitely going to have a solid floor. And C.D. Lamb, you know, he's probably going to catch five or six balls. It's just a matter of if he gets a touchdown or not. All right, and then quickly tight end, um, Jake Ferguson. Like, I don't really have a ton to add there. Um, and then, of Mids, course. just like most tight ends. And then T.J. Hawkinson. Our tight end too. Um, Finally yeah. had another good week to you know prop up his year. I didn't know if nineteen was going to count or if you needed it. No, no, it's okay. It goes against your narrative, so I was going <laughs> to let you go. Two out of seven weeks, he's been good. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, two out of seven weeks is nice, but <laughs> not it's for better than ninety-nine percent of the tight ends out there. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's worth so far, in my opinion. I don't think but... he's playing this week either, is he? He still has projected points. What's his injury? He oh yeah, someone a made a injury, someone made a joke about it that you looked like him. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think Lansing did. Uh, it's, it's limited. Someone did. Limited part, but limited, uh, oh, non-participant. Yeah, so I mean, it's a Wednesday practice. That's usual for like a vet to not play in a, in a Wednesday practice. But, yeah. Oh, actually, and, and I'm looking because I'm looking up. Uh, Hawkinson information. It does look like Baker Mayfield's going to play tonight. So yeah, I definitely like Rashad. I definitely like Rashad White then. And then, who do you like in the game? You're going to make me pick first so I can't fade you? Well, I'll do Steve. I keep picking him and he keeps losing. Yeah, I was going to pick Steve. Alright. So So I will not fade you here. Yeah. Alright, next up let's do Travis and Corey. Both 4-3. and A one a very very good four and three and one a potentially lucky four and three although Corey had a nice game last week we're gonna regret not having Corey put to bed early in the year no it's totally fine I don't we'll, we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it Patrick Mahomes against Denver for Trav just an absolute smash Mahomes probably has best game of the year aside from the shitty Bears game against the Chargers, and then Dak against the Rams. Corey starting Dak against Travis's Rams. Interesting. Kind of talked a little bit. chasing the about, points. You think so? I, I, don't know if I, I don't know if I would like... I, I don't know if I like that Dak start. Um, but you do you, Corey, you know. You continue to bench Trevor Lawrence, and it almost is always the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's gotten a quarterback right all year. Honestly. Yeah, him and him and Tom are just big dum dums when it comes to the quarterback position. And then, but Lawrence is against Pittsburgh. I don't know. Like I'm I said, I kind of like defense, the Cowboys. dude. You're They're not... bottom three. They're bottom three against the uh, wide receivers this year, and I don't know. I'm not really scared of their defense. Like teams have been putting up points on them this year. Like they they cause a lot of turnovers and things like that, but Trevor Lawrence has been playing pretty well this year um, from a real football perspective. So I think you probably go with Trevor Lawrence over Dak, who's like kind of like outside of that Chargers game has been shitty a majority of the year. Yeah, you're not wrong. 
Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it's a major difference, but yeah, that's no fun. I yeah, maybe I do lean Trevor as well, just looking at the stats here, but I I don't know if it makes or breaks you. I, I think no matter what, you're kind of fucked against a Mahomes against Denver game. I think that's yeah, it should be like all a over 10, it. it should be like a ten point deficit at the quarterback position this week for sure. Yeah. And then running backs ETN and Mostert for Trav, and then Bijan and Gibbs for Corey. Um, ETN's just been incredible all year, um, going off of the Jags, kind of ripping off some wins here. Um, ETN's been a major, major part of that, averaging 18, or no, averaging 19 a game. And then Mostert had his first down game of the year last week against Philly. I mean, we kind of saw that coming a bit. There was a world where the Dolphins just kind of weren't moving the ball against Philly. Surprising their secondary was able to hold up as well as it did, but great job holding up on him on the run. Are you nervous at all, or do you think he'll kind of be back to form against New England? I'm a little nervous just because he's injured, and he's always so injury-prone. So this might be the week where you see Jeff Wilson get like a little bit more burn in the running game, mm-hmm. and everybody's favorite, Savon Ahmed, or Salvon Ahmed, who <laughs> just is for some reason always on their fucking team like <clears throat> but yeah I, I mean i'm a little concerned because i'm not sure if he's gonna play um so if he doesn't play like travis is just gonna have to like sink deep and go for damien pierce. pierce as being your best running back on the ro- or fourth best running back on the roster that's fucking insane to me oh yeah god damn it i mean there are rbs two and three on the year just yeah. two dominant guys um ETN not concerned about it at all. Like I expect him to fully continue to get twenty touches a game and continue to just eat. He it's like it's not like he's just like, you know, oh they're they're manhandling team like he just looks so fucking good out there. Like he's just seeing the field so well. Like last week against New Orleans he had so many good runs where he just kinda like got he like broke a tackle or like just found the hole and just was gone and so yeah, I I like him this week and especially because last week he was kind of nursing an injury if I remember correctly, going into the game, and he still kind of had a good week. So mini-buy coming into Pittsburgh, he should be a pretty smash start. And then the, on the other side, Bijan coming off his flu game in which he had like three yards, and then Jameer Gibbs finally did show up, and then of course it's when Bijan gets one carry or one touch. And they're, they're projecting Jameer Gibbs 19 points this week after one good week. Like <laughs> That is an insane that is, number. That screams just fade alert here for Jimmy. Like he has not shown it all year. Like they he had one good game because they because they were down twenty eight and he was just getting dump offs. <laughs> yeah. Like nine catches, fifty eight yards. He didn't have some crazy good game. He he like he had a touchdown, he had they they lost by twenty eight points or thirty something points. Like Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. I don't expect I, them to lose against the Raiders and then again if Montgomery is expecting nineteen point two though. It's not impossible. It is dumb to have it projected. Like they're always pretty conservative with their projections. The like, that. like I would expect like twelve or thirteen and just like a big return to the mean. Yeah, game he's uh, he's projected more than ETN and Mostert. So like he has nine catches because all like the Ravens literally played prevent defense the entire second half of the game. Yeah, if they wanted to score sixty points, they could have against the Lions last week. And then, I mean, Bijan, I guess we're not not worried because he was just sick. 
As long as it wasn't the uh, <laughs> the vape cloud that um, the the troll account I am, put out. I'm worried because Tennessee is a really hard matchup for running backs, and he is not. Even besides last week where he wasn't playing, he has not looked that good the last few weeks. And like you alluded to last week, like he's yet to like he's been a solid running back, and he's he's a good rookie, but like he's not. You draft him in the first round, seventh overall, thinking he's going to touch the ball thirty fucking times a game or 25 plus times a game and like put up touchdowns. He has no rushing touchdowns on the year, Billy. Yeah. And this had, is a tough he hasn't matchup. He had his uh, Jameer Gibbs against the Ravens type of game. Yeah. Down there. 28. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. because Arthur Smith, that big dumb dumb would put in Cordero. Like that's when he would bring back in Cordero Patterson <laughs> when they're down 28, just to piss everybody off. So yeah, I mean, I I like Travis's running backs better just because they're consistently awesome, and then Gibbs and Robinson have just been sporadically awesome. Jameer Gibbs extremely sporadically, um, but yeah, I mean, I like the Raiders matchup for Gibbs. I know we're clowning him for the nineteen projection, but I think he could have a good game. And then Bijan, yeah, he I, I think he'll be under fifteen again, despite having some sort of awesome behind the back highlight catch. Yeah. And then receivers, Puka Nakua, Adam Thielen back in the lineup, and then Michael Pittman rewarded for the the late touchdown um, back in Travis's flex. And then, yeah, let's just start there. We got three guys to talk about, and then we'll switch sides. Puka yep. was back last week, which was cool. He had the much better game than Cooper Cup. Like, is that just going to be a coin flip moving forward as far I as just, who's I just the... think it was, uh, you know, because uh, the, the first week, yeah, I, I mean, maybe it's just because he was going against Patrick Peterson, who's like way past his prime, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't know, but I think this week in Dallas, he's gonna have a way tougher week. Um, going against Steph- like he's probably because they switch around the receivers a lot, but Dallas secondary has been pretty good. So I, I mean, I'd be shocked if he has eight receptions for 154 yards, but I wouldn't be shocked if he somehow ends up with 20 points again this week, because just because he's kind of been consistently around there all year and i think they're gonna have to throw the ball a ton in this game yeah and then adam thielen like houston this week he's gonna become a pumpkin eventually right like that's what i was asking like how long is this gonna keep going with Dude, he's averaging like less than a yard of separation like he he's or like somewhere around a yard of separation on all of his catches like it's tight windows screams to me like I don't know. Maybe it's just because he's the only option there. Like, he literally is the only person with a pulse in that offense besides Bryce Young. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to make of it. Houston's been very good against the pass. They're top five in the NFL against receivers. Um, damn, that's that's tough. Who would you start That's really tough. They, that, I mean, Godwin, I think, is questionable tonight as well. No, you absolutely start dealing because until he doesn't show up, you, you continue to start him. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, I, I think you nice... just reserve. Him waiting yourself. for Thielen to suck is a nice problem to have. Like, there's teams yeah, that I would have agree. a lot worse issues. And then, I mean, I would it's 100% fun. Agree. It, it's fun. I'd want to play him here, too. It's just like flexing. Like, yeah, here's my 11th rounder. That's better than everyone on your team. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. And then Michael Pittman against the Saints. The Saints are just such a fucking drag to watch. I hate watching their games. Pittman kind of just had the, 
I think it was just a long touchdown that kind of salvaged his week. Yeah, he was, he, was compl- he was pulling the A.J. Brown. Uh, he was crying? Yeah, he was crying that he's not getting enough targets. Meanwhile, like if you look at the last few games he played, he had 14 targets and 7 targets and 5 targets and 11 and 12. and like he's He was crying because he's in a contract guy. here. I mean, basically. Downs just looks awesome, too. Seems like uh, they might be favoring it's, He's Minshew's guy. Yeah, yeah the, he's Minshew's guy is, is the issue there. And, I mean, it's Minshew's but, team the rest of the way, so got to get used would to you it. Sh- would you start um, Nico Collins over Michael Pittman? Because I think that would be a consideration for me. <sighs> Probably not. He's playing against Carolina, who's really fucking bad. I think... It's just it's tough. It's it's a similar situation because Nico's getting his burn stolen by um, Tank Dell a bit, and then Pittman's getting his stolen by um, Josh Downs. So it's like it's the same thing. It's like is it going to be a slot receiver quick pass day, or are we going to go to our our X guys? I I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about the defensive alignment of Carolina, so I I, I think you ride with Pittman. He, he scores more touchdowns just historically kind of over the years, and I think that's going to mm-hmm. kind of be the difference. Um, and I think both volume will be there, but I, I personally would go Pittman. Yeah, I don't think you're too far off. And then uh, on the other side, Jordan Addison. Just such a great day whenever Addison has a nice game. Yeah, I'm just because like, Corey God. just loves talking about it. Yeah. Wide receiver 13 on the year, so better than a lot of the people crying <laughs> are suiting up <laughs> Muller proc. Um, but yeah, he, he looks awesome. That that fucking, uh, when he snatched the ball away from Ward and took it to the house right before half, that shit was dirty. Love Addison. And then he's got Josh Downs, another rookie. I, I, I was talking about him. I didn't even realize that Corey had him as wide receiver too. And then Amon Ra on the flex against the Raiders. Um, and he smashes and he passes here. Yeah, I think they're all great starts. I, I'm not anti against any of these guys. Green Bay's defense is pretty good against the pass, but I think it's just be, it's a function of just how dog shit they are against the run. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota can't run the ball, so I think Addison's going to get plenty of opportunities in the quick passing game, so that's a good play. Josh Downs has been money with Minshew, um, even dating back to like when Minshew stubbed in for Anthony Richardson like halfway through like the second game of the year, I think it was. So he's good. And then Amon Ra's much better than CD Lamb, as I will continue to talk about. And he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. So, yeah, three great starts this week. Yeah, this should be a nice high scoring matchup. Um, I just like still like Travis's quarterback and running back so much. But I mean, Corey's made the most of the of the receiver room. That was really bad to start the year. Um, it's it's just his rookie running backs just kind of didn't do what he's asking, and that's the reason he's kind of struggling. But again, and the quarterback that he took like very early in Trevor Lawrence, yeah. But four, I mean, four and three, he's putting out a lineup here that's not bad. So I, I get what you're saying. By we wish we buried him. Um, I I guess we'll do tight end quick, and then I'll kind of put a bow on that point. But yeah, I mean. Corey's not that bad anymore, I feel. Just looking at no. the team. He's, he's also got Dallas Goddard in there now. Who did he trade? Dallas Goddard? How did Deontay he Johnson. 
Yeah, I mean, I like that. He's got a ton. He's already got too many receivers to start as is that are kind of in the same tier. And uh, Deontay Johnson returning from injury when Pickens has kind of emerged more so than the beginning of the year. I, I yeah. like I like having Goddard there, and then Kittle on the other side. I think they're the same player pretty much. It's like the good name, yeah, great player like that are or bust. Complete wash to me. Yeah, agreed. So then, yeah, who are you taking? I mean, I personally, I can't take Corey. I'm taking Trav Corey. Is loaded. Okay, I'm gonna take Trav, but yeah, I'm I want to take Corey. I, I love taking the upsets, um, but I faded Trav last year, stupid or last week, stupidly, and it cost me. So let me get back on the Trav wagon, and then uh, yeah, but you're you're taking Corey, and you think he gets to five and three, and then is he making a deep run here? What, what's your outlook? I don't think he makes a deep run because when Justin Jefferson comes back and Josh Downs turns into a pumpkin, I think he's going to start struggling because when Montgomery's back and Justin Jefferson's back, it's yeah, so <laughs> it'll so... it'll really downgrade some of his players. Like yeah, Addison will be good, but it, but Addison won't be commanding you know ten targets a week when Justin Jefferson comes back. You know, it's just all how soon Je- Justin Jefferson comes back too. It's like it's like two weeks they're looking at hmm. two more weeks like he's gonna come back right after the ir window so i mean if Corey gets the six wins by then and then just needs to get one or two more we'll see um but yeah in- intriguing matchup of four and threes there let's get to another intriguing one um let's do Rasmus i'd much rather Muller. face Corey in the playoffs than travis too so i just need travis to continue <laughs> to have bad luck yeah, I've been in my head. I'm like, I hope Corey gets in over one of these wagon teams. But so, Proc, who are we going to? Proc and Troy next? Uh, yeah, we could do Proc and Troy instead. Okay, so um, Proc gets his bye week this week. Why so? Just because Troy stinks, or <laughs> Troy is just uh, Troy had one of the better teams. I felt like coming into the year, and he's just been getting like he's actually been getting fucked by injuries and just. Guys completely underperforming relative yeah, I mean, to like got their the, week one output. He's got the names that it's like on paper it looks nasty, but it's like they're all names that don't produce as much as they used to. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we'll work our way down, but it's like Saquon, Devante, like Calvin Ridley, especially. Cooper's been good, but yeah, um, like Miles Sanders isn't really doing it for him. And then he fucked up Deshaun Watson as well. But um, but yeah, let's work our way down. Joe Burrow against the Niners on Proc side, and then Stafford against Dallas on Troy side. Um, yeah, I'll let you take the lead here. Yeah, I think uh, Burrow is gonna have a good week against San Francisco. Um, Kirk Cousins just kind of diced them up, and, and you know their secondary isn't as good as kind of we've thought based on their opponents the first few weeks. They're not letting up a ton of points to the quarterback, but I think you really need to look at like their wide receiver production, which is where kind of Cincinnati's really going to get all of their productions, and they've let up 1,100 yards of five touchdowns. So I'm envisioning a game where Joe Burrow kind of has like three, like two or three touchdowns, and like he kind of returns that 16 plus, which like I'm not so sure if Stafford will be able to return kind of more. I think Stafford's kind of at that ceiling of like. If he gets 15, he's not destroying your week, but, like, he's destroying you because you originally drafted Deshaun Watson, 
and now you're having to play like kind of the fl- the the streamer option at QB every week. Um, and Dallas defense is, I, I think they're gonna, I think he's gonna be under pressure a lot, Stafford, um, in this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll both feel the heat, no doubt. It's just, I think Burrow's kind of more so turned the corner now. Stafford, I don't know. I mean, when you say 15, it's like 15 on, a, on quarterback, like in modern fantasy, like kind of does kill you in a way. Like you need 20 or 25 to keep pace with like the higher scoring teams. But yeah, just in general, I, I think Burrow's ceiling is a lot higher than Stafford's. I Stafford can definitely turn in a good game. If, if, if the quick passing is working, like they'll be able to move the ball on Dallas. But if they have like these long developing crossers and shit that they like to run, then it's like, yeah, you're in, you're in for a long day. But yeah, I Burrow gets the check mark for me. And then McCaffrey. Going back to what you said, real quick. Yeah. Um, you're 100 percent right about quarterbacks now being way more valuable in fantasy than they used to be. Yeah. Especially running quarterbacks because oh, yeah. me, you, and Rass talked about this a lot, but like running backs are becoming so hard to kind of draft and project and start every week. So like. What I've done the last two years in fantasy and like I've or last three years is like I've always targeted like a high level quarterback um, earlier. Whereas like when we first started playing fantasy, I was completely content with like streaming a quarterback and tight end. And like now I feel like those are two positions I feel like Rasp always has a good quarterback and tight end and it's helped him a lot. And I think now it's like becoming increasingly more apparent. Like if you don't have one of the top five tight ends or one of the top five quarterbacks, like you're at a significant disadvantage every week. Dude, yeah, I mean, same thing. I, w- I was always against the fucking early quarterback. And then what opened my eyes, I think, was when Wells won the league, like going like Mahomes and Kelsey in the first two rounds yeah. like, a long time ago. I was like, oh, yeah, wow. that was like four and, like, years ago, five unbeatable. years ago. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you can still win the league, <laughs> like getting yeah. just the guaranteed studs at the top. But yeah, um, I don't want to give away my entire draft strategy. But, uh, but yeah. Um, running backs, McCaffrey and Henry for Proc, and then Saquon and DeAndre Swift on the other side for Troy. I mean, I guess we'll just start with Proc because there's not a lot to say. McCaffrey, extremely awesome. Cincinnati, I don't know how they are against the run, but I don't think it matters. McCaffrey scores every week. Um, he gets a shit ton of touches every week. He gets 25 points every week. Um, I don't think it really matters the opponent. Yeah, he's going to have a day no matter what. He was nursing an injury last week, and they still went to him 18 times. So, yeah, he's he's a good play no matter what. There's not really much to say. And then Derrick Henry, we'll see what team he's on by the end of next week. But t- And be worried that he doesn't play that much this week. Very possible. That is, that's extremely fair. I don't know if... He- if there's a world where you don't play him, I mean, he's got his boy Royce Freeman, who's getting absolutely not the Rams, and then his boy Jaleel McLaughlin. So, so the Falcons defense hasn't let up a rushing touchdown on the year either. That's something to note. Um, yeah, their defense has been very good pretty much all year. Everything um, besides Ritter is really good. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, they would have beat the Bucks by like. 30 if he doesn't fumble at the one like three times like and or throw three interceptions the week prior yeah. um who they, they lose to the week before that uh, washington uh, washington right? yeah yeah washington they barely lost them off three turnovers so yeah um 
I don't know. I'm I'm not high on less excited Henry about Henry than we all. normally are. A hundred percent. I mean, even this year though, we were less excited. Kind of like we had talked about it the first week. Like eventually, one of these years, he is going to slow down. And the Titans are starting. I think Will Levis this week is starting. Not I'm excited as, to see as that. called by Taylor Luan. First to say it. Um. And yeah, I, I I don't know. I just think Atlanta's probably going to dog walk the Titans this week, so I'd be a little nervous to say the least. And then Troy side, he's got Saquon <laughs> against the Jets, and then Swift against the Skins. I mean, I, I guess we'll talk Saquon. He looked better last week, but it, it is the run blocking that is just so bad. Like when he has space, he still looks yeah. explosive. Like he looked great on the touchdown, like thirty yard, like checkdown scamper. Um. I mean, he still has it if we can get the ball in space. But I mean, the Jets' defense is no fucking joke. They have a, their um, run defense isn't that good though. I think we're going to struggle to run it. We struggle to, to run it against everybody. And I mean, they have guys on the D line. I know more yeah. so known for their pass rush, but it, sick linebacking crew. Like, it's not necessarily that their run defense is bad because they they haven't. I think they've only let up one touchdown in the year. It's that they let up a ton of catches to the running back, which is where I think. Staquan gets you to his 16.4 this week. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely comfortable with Saquon. I think he's shown you, like when he's besides that Dallas game which got away from us, like he's shown you that if he's playing, like he's going to be getting consistent touches and at least be, he's not going to lose you your week to say the least. No doubt. It's just yeah. I and the other thing, I don't think the Jets are going to be able to go up big on us which is where you have your bad Saquon games because we just abandoned the run like I think this is just yeah. gonna be a schlog where it's gonna be a lot of punting a lot of three and outs and a lot of just three yard carries that you hope amount to something that can go up against McCaffrey if you're Troy but yeah I, so Saquon will be good um I, I wouldn't expect anything major I'd say there's no way he gives you like 25 30 no uh, unless like he has like a long touchdown, um, Which, like if there's last, a broken play touchdown. When's the last like eighty yard Saquon touchdown we've seen like since his rookie year? Like, he hasn't busted. No, uh, he had he had a few last year where they were long runs and just not touchdowns. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, and then Swift against Washington. I, I don't know how you feel there. Um, Swift has been good overall. The Eagles are gonna fucking dog walk him this week, dude. Washington is not good. Yeah, Washington is really bad. Um, but it's just more and so how much are they going to run. I have a gigantic week. Like, I fully expect him to go off this uh, week. Is your full boom on him? Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to have a really good week. I, I think Washington is going to get dog-walked pretty hard. I think they're they're in sell mode. Um, he had a good week against them the last time he played Washington, and I think uh, that'll continue this time around. So Probably, I would say, around that, 20 points. Are you taking... Troy's running backs over Prox? Or is McCaffrey still too much? No, because McCaffrey could have 45 points, and, you know, it, it just will be too much. I, I would say I lean Troy's running backs, but it's 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 a wash to me, which normally Prox, probably a few weeks ago, this would have been a significant advantage. Hmm. And then receivers... Brock's got Keenan Allen, Cortland Sutton, and Deontay Johnson in the lineup. So is this Deontay's first game back, or was he back last week as well? He played last week, and he had a pretty good week. Yeah, so still I mean, not still scoring touchdowns. Yeah, and still not scoring touchdowns. 
So let's see, five for seventy. Their offense yeah, looks a lot better that. with a true possession guy. I think you had said this, like when they have a real possession wide receiver in there, like the the offense is a lot better in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I wish I said that, but I I always shit on Deontay, so I'm not gonna take credit. <laughs> I love Deontay Johnson. But uh, but yeah, Keenan Allen against the Bears. I mean, that's a smash. And then Cortland Sutton quietly wide receiver 20 so i mean we got to give Brock his flowers if sutton actually is a wide receiver too um i don't kansas city's a tough matchup they're one of the better d's in the league these days um so i guess a little hesitation shockingly Shockingly. yeah and then deontay against jacksonville yeah i guess we'll wait and see if he gives you the five for 70 i think that's perfectly respectable but um yeah i mean sutton and deontay don't jump off the page but i think keenan allen's your your big scorer here yeah, I agree. Keenan Allen should go back to actually converting some of these targets and should have plenty of opportunities against Chicago. Um, I guess we'll see. But like I said, like, Kellen Moore wants to throw the ball as much as possible. Um, he's, like, auditioning to be the interim coach when they eventually fire Staley this year. So we'll see that. And then Sutton, he's terrible proc. I, I don't care. I'm never going to admit that he's good. Yeah, I mean, he's only averaging 13, and somehow that's good enough for a wide receiver, too, these days, I guess. But, yeah, I, I don't well, think he's think about all those receivers in, like, the third to, like, sixth round that have just fucking sucked this year. Yeah, and I mean, that prop probably got him in, like, the sixth, and we still giggled. So, yeah. I, I just don't want to fully <laughs> hate on him. <laughs> oh, no, um, I, I'll do that for you. Don't worry. Okay. He sucks. <laughs> and then let's go over to Troy's guys. Devontae, Calvin, and Cooper. Um, so, yeah, Calvin Ridley, just a complete disaster. Um, feel really bad. I mean, I I was hesitant to draft him because I was always a, a Zay Jones guy. Um, or uh, Christian Kirk, not Zay Jones, Jesus. Um, but, yeah, where you took him, it's Zay just... Jones has been kind of better than him, too, like <laughs> when he's actually played. He's it's been, like, like more either consistent. One, either one kind of worked. But yeah, just yeah. for where you drafted him, it's like it seems like everyone who's got Calvin Ridley is just sucking across every league that I'm in. He, and it sucks because you can't bench him. Yeah, though, like just like the 1.5 like, is just GG. Like you just yeah. never want to start guys that can get you goose eggs, and he's done it to you on virtually four. But this could games. be the week he's back. Pittsburgh oh pass defense is not good, Bill. They so, let up. 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns on the year to receivers. So what does a, what does a Calvin Ridley stat line look like then? Um, Four catches for 86 yards and maybe a touchdown if he's lucky. I mean, you'd sign on the dotted line any day for that yeah. if you're Troy. Yeah. So like 12 points. So, oh, and you know, I don't know what's funny. Like, I'm not even making this up. Like, I didn't even see that his projection was 12.5. And I just said 12.6. Well, yeah, it's probably got the score. half touchdown in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> like <the> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, Devontae... I, I mean, I can't imagine he, because the thing is, like, I don't think he's bad. Like, there's been games where you'd watch them and, like, they're targeting him deep. It's just, like, one of the things that Doug Peterson was saying, I think it was Doug Peterson on the Jags saying, is, like, yeah, Calvin really isn't putting up the stats, but like you have no idea how much he's opening up the field for like Engram and Etn and uh, <laughs> Kirk, which is hear. like yeah, you know, which is like the last thing you want to hear if you're Troy. But he's if a you're Ras, you're for like Engram. <laughs> but if you're yeah, if you're Ras, you're like oh yeah. 
Yeah, you took him in the third round to open up Zay. One thing that we were very right about, about Christian Kirk being the wide receiver you wanted in Jacksonville. I mean, I might have to look back into the first episode. I might have been high on on Ridley, but... um, I was very high on Kirk. But yeah, and then Devontae Adams also been disappointing of late, which isn't what you want to see. Back-to-back, or three... He should have had a touchdown last week, though. He, like, had that one play in the red zone where he dropped the touchdown remember yeah which is a huge problem <laughs> like you gotta yeah. catch that but this week jimmy g is probably back so like i i expect without aiden o'connell and hoyer throwing in the ball that he should have a better week it's just scary he the dud against chicago is alarming i'd say i'd be scared if he doesn't go out this week against detroit and go off but like if you look at his next four games Detroit New York Giants Jets and Miami like if he doesn't average 20 points over those next four weeks like yeah you're oh, the bank's like, closed on Sunday Deontay going against him he'll, yeah, lock, he'll lock him up, up. <laughs> lock that boy up come on yeah you want to know what's oh, I can't wait to get the Giants talk Never mind. <laughs> yeah I'm pumped too let's fast forward yeah. through all this <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah Devontae I guess we'll see I, I'm a little nervous I mean he's got his wide receiver one and two are both I'm nervous guys. So that's never really yeah, where you want to be. That's never where you want to be. Agreed. But uh, I mean, I'm very nervous about Cortland Sutton and Deontay <laughs> Johnson too. So that's fair. And then I mean, in, in his respect as well, uh, Mari Cooper, I guess you're less nervous about, he had the one good game with the backup quarterback last week was just kind of a mess. Like with half Watson, half PJ, I think with a full PJ, maybe has a decent game. Seattle pass defense and just defense in general has been really stepping it up the past few weeks, though. So that yeah. might not be the best matchup. But, I mean, Cooper's still the, the number one guy. He's the volume and the deep threat dude. So, I mean, let's see what he does with his eight targets, you know. I mean, I like Amari Cooper. But, yeah, Deshaun Watson's just going to continue to fake that he's injured. And it's well, really hurting the Browns money. offense. Yeah, fucking loser, man. Piece of dog shit. I hope they find a way to get out of his contract. (laughs) But then again, I almost feel like they reap what they sow. So I don't feel bad for the Browns at all. Like, fuck them. And fuck them for making that trade. Cooper should be good. He should be fine as a flex. I think just because Keenan Allen's the only guy out of the six that I'm, like, very confident in, I lean Brock in the wide receiver department. But, I mean... If Devontae wants to show up again to the 2023 season, like that would be great as well. Um, but yeah, tight end, Sam Laporta, and then Dalton Schultz. I mean, Laporta's a little better. <laughs> Maybe we just scratch tight end talk. I, I just don't have shit to say. Laporta is a little bit better, um, <laughs> but Schultz has kind of been going off the last few opportunities. But it might be because Tank Dell was out, so they didn't have like their shifty. He's plays the slot receiver for them, right? Yeah, he's like five. Yeah, six. yeah. So like it might have been just uh because Tank Dell was out with those concussions, which I don't know if you noticed, but like the NFL has been very strict about people coming back from concussions this year after the Tua shit last year. Like a lot of these no guys doubt. are missing. They're Perhaps guaranteed missing, missing a game, but they're missing like two games now. Like Roshan Johnson was out for two weeks before he cleared the protocol. Like. So yeah, I mean, they do. I'd be curious how I kind of fare, um, like various levels of sobriety, and like see how I perform. 
I remember when I had to do the concussion tests in high school for football, and it was kind of like just even without a concussion, it made you feel like you had a concussion. So it's got to be something <laughs> stupid as hell, to be honest with oh, you. What goes on in that blue tent? Yeah, so, um, something I'll always wonder. But yeah, regardless, I mean, but yeah, let's stop talking about these tight. I don't give a fuck about either of these tight. <laughs> Laporta is kind of good. Congrats, bro. Yeah, Laporta is a good. He's he's getting rid of the uh, kind of brand of rookie tight ends. He's probably the best rookie tight end since Hunter Henry in terms of actual oh, output. Yeah. He's been huge. Like Hunter Henry is rookie year was also gigantic, and then he got hurt, and and what's his name came back. Antonio Gates came back and ruined my year that year. I remember. You would have had him. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did have Hunter, Hunter Henry, Henry and then I just down. lost him. Yeah, I, w- I would have gotten second place if Hunter Henry <laughs> didn't go down. So who are you picking? <laughs> I'm making you pick this one first. I'm taking Troy. Yeah, I'm taking Proc, I think. I think I think Proc's the safer decision, but I do think Troy... I got ahead I making just, the risky decisions. I, I honestly, Troy is a nice pick. Like anytime there's a live dog, I'm like, yeah, give me them. And I think Troy is a live Troy dog. If Troy loses but... this week, it's because it's because Darnold looks really good in that San Francisco offense, and <laughs> Burrow and him just have a shoot. I'm so what excited for Sam Darnold this week. Yeah, I'm so excited for Sam Darnold this week, dude. I really hope he goes off. Yeah, that game is massive for this matchup as well as the Bengals yeah. season so should be a good one let's get over to I'd say the pseudo game of the week uh Rasp v Muller Rasp three and four but scoring well and then Muller four and three but scoring poorly um yeah let's get into it Jalen Hurts at quarterback against Washington that is a smash of smashes Hurts. yeah he's gonna destroy them Hurts, yeah, he's turned the ball over a bit, which is pretty shitty. Um, but overall, he's playing good ball. Not as good as last year, obviously. And Washington is just so dysfunctional and bad. I Ten turnovers on the year. Game. Holy shit. Ten turnovers on the year. I think this is the week where if they get blown out, you see Rivera get fired and uh, Chase Young gets what's traded. What's-his-face. And, and, and then what's-his-face gets uh, promoted to interim. Oh, uh, the enemy. Yeah, and then people are like, oh, yeah, Biennemi isn't a good head coach. Yeah, there's there's (laughs) film nerds. uh... And he's not a good offensive coordinator, and that's why he hasn't gotten a job. And also, if you look into his background from when he was at Colorado, he did some pretty fucked up shit when he was younger. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's film nerds breaking down that, like, say, like, his play calling is, like, there's conceptually wrong things with it and things along those lines just receivers just kind of overlapping and just not it's probably a lot harder without Mahomes you know and just like this is his first opportunity to call plays and they're comparing it to like the shit that was in Kansas City and just breaking it down and saying how like elementary it is basically um yeah so he's definitely getting exposed a little bit but uh but yeah um and then Tua against New England um yeah, had the Dolphins bounce back. I mean, they only scored 10 points of their own against Philly. Um, the touchdown that kind of kept it close for a little bit was the pick six. I didn't get to watch, like, any football last week because I was at a uh, wedding on Sunday. I mean... I only got to watch, really, the Giants game and the Ravens game. You kind of knew Philly was going to win the whole time and then Hurts threw a really shitty pick six to kind of... It was, like, 17-17, kind of late-ish, and then A.J. Brown just kind of shit on them and won the game single-handedly um i was thinking the dolphins had a chance at winning 
Tua threw a but, bad pick too. I think they were. I think they were like driving the to take the lead. Like I want to say, and he threw a dumb one in the in the red zone. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I still think two is good. And then, like, does New England have a pulse now too? Like, they beat the Bills um, somewhat no, handedly. <laughs> no, no, no. They, no. they shut down the Bills for three quarters, pretty much. The like, Giants shut down the Bills. Yeah, we'll get to that. Do you th- do you think the Giants are that save, good? Save like, the Bills tough for me, I guess. Um, like for my matchup, but yeah, yeah. I, do you expect Tua to bounce back against New England? Then it sounds like yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I I mean he's he's playing at a high level, and when they played New England in the beginning of the year, he didn't have a great game, but Miami did win. I, this time they're at home. I think New England's gonna have a tough time in Miami because it's kind of getting colder up there in Boston and they're going to have to go play in like 89 degrees and a hundred percent humidity. Like they're just going to look slow. Um, mm. in my opinion, potentially no Tyreek. And also I think Waddle's banged up too. That like who's Waddle's definitely there? banged up, but Tyreek did practice today. Oh, Cause okay. I was curious about that too. Cause I'm playing Husser. So I'm kind of praying that Tyreek is out. So scratch that. I, I think Waddle's been banged up all year. And um, we might see chosen. Him. We might see Robbie chosen. Oh, give me some of that. Yeah, please. Come on, one, one of these shitty teams with uh <laughs> with no receivers. Grab some chosen. Yeah, get some of that in your lineup. Uh, and then r- running backs, we got Madison and Gus Edwards back for Rasp. Uh, I guess he's fine. He's given up on Akers. Zach Moss. I think is the guy. I think Akers is the guy. And Zach Moss is nursing an injury. Um, I don't think he was practicing yesterday noted. and today. Noted, noted. Oh, he did limit it today. Limit it today. I mean, so yeah, he's got Jordan Mason, who's a nothing burger with McCaffrey. And then... I mean, he got 19 touches still, Zach Moss, last week. I was going to say Jordan Mason? No, he did not. Um, yeah, no, they were using both running backs. It's just, I think Taylor had the touchdowns, I want to say. Um, yeah, he did. I, I think I would play him over Madison, because it seemed like they're getting Cam Akers play, uh, a little bit more involved. In a game against San Francisco. Interesting. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Um, Gus Edwards is kind of the lead back there, too, but it's like it seems like every time he plays him, it's a Justice Hill week. So I got so hyped for Keaton Mitchell to get a touch in that game. They're like, oh, they're going to start using him again. And then immediately after his first touch, out hamstring injury. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what happens when you're on the practice squad all year and then <laughs> you get elevated. Well, he was injured. He oh was yeah, injured. he was on the IR and then yeah, yeah. So I I don't know what the fuck. Do you have a lot of insight on the Minnesota and Baltimore backfields that I do not? So yeah. I'm gonna say he's got the two right guys. Very in on Baltimore this year. That's why they just neither of them really excite me. And I mean Zach Moss has been good. That. I personally would probably try to figure out a way to get him in, but I'm not going to definitively stand on the table for that. I will. I think you should play Zach Moss over Alexander Madison. How much is Akers really dipping in? Is that legitimate? Um, Here, let me pull up. Or We'll get to it with Wells. I think Wells has him, right? Yeah, he does, but it, there's no way he's starting him, right? Uh, I honestly haven't looked. Akers had more carries last week than at Madison. That is a red flag of red flags. Yeah, he had 10 to Madison's 8. Um, both extremely inefficient because Minnesota can't run the ball. Um, but yeah, it seems like it's a nightmarish timeshare there. Yeah, so not great on the running back front. 
Um, let's go over to Muller's. Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, and then we'll talk on Austin Eckler as well in the flex. So he's he's still running the three running backs. Kamara's just been so Figurado. good. Yeah, I mean, they're his best He players. hasn't been good. He's just been so overutilized that, like, I, mean, that, I saw you Kamara. drop Kendra Miller. Oh, yeah. I saw you drop Kendra Miller this week as like, uh, okay, yeah, he's definitely not going to get too much <laughs> play time. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was banking on, I mean, uh, yeah, my Saints running back experiment didn't really work. I, I thought I would they would show enough in the, the first three weeks, and then Kamara just comes back and looks washed that, like, okay, one of these guys will be, like, a suitable pass-catch dump-off running back, but now it's it's still just all Kamara. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just so, so many dump-offs so many carries it's just he's just a volume machine um just very good and then tony pollard against the rams I, we just the cowboys it's like you just forget the you forget about the teams on by it's like wait how have they been playing um yeah pollard's been pretty good he's been you drafted him in the second round i think he's given touchdowns, you two touchdowns on the year i think it's kind of killing you all yeah against the giants too like he hasn't yeah. scored since week one so yeah. like he's killing you He's killing you if you didn't go running back, running back one and two. Um, who's really killing him is Eckler. Um, can we talk about Austin Eckler and how, how right I was about him? Between the tackles, how's that been? Terrible, terrible. <laughs> he, had, he the last two two games he's played in, he had one point nine and three point two yards per carry. Um, this Chargers team is broken. Um, if he doesn't get, if he doesn't go off against he's Chicago, got, I was gonna say he's got Bears week, so <laughs> absolute terrible against the running back, letting up eight touchdowns on the year and fifty-two or forty catches for four hundred yards. Like they should smack Chicago around this week. Um, so if he doesn't perform this week, I'm gonna be doing you know a victory lap. To be honest with you, on next week's podcast. Yeah. And he's got a murderer's row of defenses at, after the, like this Chicago game. He's got to play the Jets and then the Lions and then the Green Bay Packers, the Ravens, the Patriots. Like it's tough sledding the next few weeks. So like if he doesn't give you any value this week, like he's in my opinion someone you're thinking of benching the next few weeks. Honestly, if Muller wasn't a Chargers fan, you listen to that. <laughs> he has the big game against Chicago and then trade him. I mean, he's got the running backs. You could probably get a nice yeah. pretty penny for. Like people would be dying. No, he for... can't trade first round picks. Did he take him in the first? Sir. I I would to get rid of that rule. I don't think anybody would off. veto it. To be honest with you, <laughs> I would I would be shipping Eckler out for like Justin Jefferson or something. Like pull, I would do some funky shit. But um, but yeah, uh, three good running backs. I think Pollard's probably the worst of the three. Um, as far as what I expect to score, um, and Pollard's perfectly good as well um but yeah huge huge running back gap i'd say for muller and then yeah um honestly i i think eckler's gonna score the least but i've been pretty low on eckler this year not that i think, I eckler's think a this, bad is, player, the, this just... is the game the chicago game like no fields. it's kind of one of those things where i think eckler the amount of touches he's gotten the last few years is really catching up to him and i just don't think the chargers can run the ball effectively between the like Joshua Kelly was, yeah, yeah, Joshua Kelly was better, yeah, especially between the tackles. <laughs> Joshua Kelly looked better than him last week, which is concerning. Did he really? Uh, yeah, he, I think he had like eight, eight or nine touches for like a hundred yards or ninety yards. Let me say. I mean, we were waiting on Josh Kelly to blow up the entire time yeah. after it was out and nothing. Yeah, so Josh Kelly had seventy-five yards rushing and a touchdown. 
Um, he averaged 10 yards per carry. Let me guess. He's sitting on your bench now. He's the next guy. No, I think he's out there on the waiver wire. <laughs> I wouldn't touch him with a fucking 10 foot pole, dude. He sucks. Uh, let's get the receivers. I don't care how good of a week he had. He sucks still. <laughs> <laughs> let's get the receivers. Rask got DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, and Devontae Smith devo- demoted to the flex. That's got to hurt. Um, but DJ Moore still had a decent game, even with the uh, backup. I, I don't even know his fucking name. The arm wrestling. Tyson Bajent. Bajent. Yeah, so, I mean, we were a little scared that DJ Moore, it's like a, a bare minimum. He's Justin Fields' guy, but, I mean, he's still DJ Moore. He's dealt with shitty quarterbacks his entire career. Obviously not like your 50-burger, but I, I think he had uh, – a decent amount of catches, and he was scoring like 15, I want to say. Um, Christian Kirk against Pittsburgh. You've been waving the Pittsburgh pasty. <laughs> Sucks flag all episodes, so I'm guessing you're expecting big things there. Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk has been great for them pretty much all year. And did you watch the game last week where he had that fucking sick touchdown against the Saints where like yeah. he just beat everybody to the edge like yeah i think christian kirk and dj Moore are both pretty good starts this week against chargers and steelers yeah the steelers pass defense really isn't that good and the chargers <laughs> are the chargers who are just the worst against receivers in the nfl so i i think uh they should both have a good week and then i i even think Devonte smith has a nice bounce back against washington we saw firsthand that team stinks they're disorganized and i mean I think the first Washington game was probably part of our Devontae Smith as the number one campaign. And then, no, never mind. He only had 14.8. I mean, 7 for 78 is nothing to spit at. Um, And honestly, it's his third best game of the year, so it definitely was part of that campaign. I mean, he's got to find the end zone eventually, right? Like, how long long is everyone going to let A.J. Brown beat him deep before they send an extra guy? Yeah, before they realize, like, hey, maybe we should put some extra corners on him. I, mean, I don't that's know. Slim Reaper time, I'd say. So. Seemingly everybody in the NFL just gifts the Eagles just easy weeks and easy players. Lawrence side eyeing me right now as I'm saying these things. Uh, don't worry. Like I said, the best thing about the Phillies losing is I was just like, oh, it's going to be awesome when the Eagles do it again. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I can't it's wait. It's so funny. And then it's just they're just insufferable scumbags all year. And then once they lose, it's like, oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're such a sad loser. Like, they try to be Cleveland. It's disgusting. It's like, you guys terrorize women and children all year and then want everyone to fucking <laughs> put their shoulder out for you to cry on. Give me a break. Yeah. City stinks. Um, moving on. T. Higgins, K.J. Osborne. Ugh. <laughs> like, I just, Muller can't keep starting K.J. Osborne. I don't want to look at it anymore. He has no other option. Yeah, it's Jerry Booty, Quentin Johnson, and yeah, there's just nobody, just no receivers. Like he he hits so big on running back. Like I don't know how he's not trading one of these guys. It's insane. Because uh, I don't know. I've tried to trade with him a little bit, but like it's I, hard I get because like, out of the building. Like I would, you can get a stud number one receiver for these guys. That's what you'd think, but, like, it's like, yeah, like, for instance, like, if I offered you, like, Garrett Wilson for Austin Eckler and you had this receiver position, like, I think you would do it, but I don't think Muller Muller will do it. No, he won't, I don't think. I mean, I maybe want a little better receiver than Garrett Wilson, but I understand, like, people aren't really trying to trade receivers that are better than Garrett Wilson. 
But I mean, no. yeah, and you do uh, something. I, uh, I'm very adamant that Garrett Wilson's like poised for like a gigantic second half of this year because they've looked the last few weeks. Zach Wilson and him have both looked a lot better together, and like he's gonna get in the end zone, you know? Yeah, but KJ Osborne, yeah, I don't have anything to add. He's just. I mean, Justin Jefferson's been out, and he's still been a nothing burger. Like, he let this rookie slot receiver completely take over the the passing offense. And then T. Higgins just been super disappointing on the year. We'll see with the, the resurgence of the Bengals. But even with the Bengals, quote-unquote, back, it's like, I, I got a stat for you. How many points do you think T. Higgins has had since week two? Fantasy points. He's like barely played. So like fifteen, maybe. Twelve points. Twenty. Twelve Jesus. points. <laughs> Twelve points since week two. Fucking insane. Oh my God. I just I just texted Muller actually asking about T. Higgins, so I mean look at Muller, it. when you get to this point in the podcast, <laughs> you'll realize why I'm gonna change my mind if you text me back. He had thirty points in week two and that's it. Goose egg four, three, four, like And he's been injured. Oof, yeah, that's that's brutal. I mean, he's still really good, and then hopefully he's healthy now after the bye. And again, Burrow's seemingly healthy now. Um, so I mean, you're you're Man, buying you're buying low. Tough. You're buying low, but I don't think Muller's in a position to tough trade him. Schedule though. Look at look at their schedule coming up: San Francisco, Buffalo, Houston, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. They're playing pretty the much the Colts, every... the Vikings, the Pitt Steelers. The it's every team yeah. they're probably going to be battling for the wild card with. Like yeah, because there's no way they're winning Houston, the division. Baltimore probably winning the division, but Pittsburgh will be in it. They might not even make the playoffs, dude. The Bengals. They may if not. If they don't turn it around hard. There's some winnable games, but what's their record? Are they? 3-3, three three, I think. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty so sure they're 3-3. Three they, three. It's tough. They dropped the two in division, which hurts. No, no, no. Did, did they beat Baltimore week two? No, they didn't. Uh, no, right? I, I thought they lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, they started yeah, they out. Okay. Yeah, that's that's too much Bengals talk. <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, T Higgins. I, I don't know. Troy's how gonna he... replay. Troy's gonna replay that portion of the podcast a few times. But yeah, I don't know how you're confident in T Higgins. Unfortunately, or you, KJ you need Osborne. to play him. You need to play him. But yeah, I think Rasp's receivers are just way better. All of them yeah. have double-digit floors, and then KJ and T could be under 10. So, yeah, <laughs> that's significant. Um, but yeah, and then tight end, we'll talk about it here, because it's Kyle Pitts. It's just perennially terrible. And then Kelsey, who had his best game of the year and is playing Denver, who I, I don't believe Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have ever lost to. Is that the stat? Uh, yeah, haven't lost to <laughs> so, once. So yeah, that's another uh, twenty point gap. And that's like our. That's like the Giants with the Eagles. Like the Giants cannot beat the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no comment there. Is Taylor Swift going to be in attendance? Because that might change. No, nah, I, I think she's starting. I think she's starting her tour. So I think she's gone Ooh, pretty much till the I think Super that's Bowl. a down. I think that's a downgrade for Kelsey. So maybe ten catches for hundred and forty yards on the yeah. touchdown. So I mean. This is a gigantic gap at tight end and it's receiver. It's gigantic, and I think I'm going Rasp because of it. 
I, I yeah, literally was I like, oh, Rasp is in trouble when I saw the running backs. But I'm like, oh, no, yeah, this is kind of how the team's built. He like, just needs, like, if he can get 15 points from his running backs every week, his receivers and Kelsey and Hurts. I like, don't even think that the receivers are what, huge this week, but it's a lot but there's, better than such a high, Like, Devonta Smith, yeah, he's been disappointing. But, like... DJ Moore and Kirk have had such a high floor. Kelsey is Kelsey. Jalen Hurts, like it's Hurts. He's got Kelsey. a huge, it and he's is. got the Cowboys defense, who also is is really good and like yeah, can win you weeks. Thirteen points um, averaging is crazy. The only thing is, I would say here, like I know we're about to wrap up, but like I think you maybe consider playing Joshua Palmer this week over Devonta Smith. Um. He really has kind I mean, of I been consistent. I think he's considering he's been it with, consistent. The flex, with the flex yeah, downgrade, but he's been a consistent. Um, even before uh, Mike Williams got hurt, like he was. Josh Palmer last year was the same thing. Like, you know, he's going to get like seven, eight targets a game, and he's probably going to catch like four or five balls for like sixty yards. But like, you know, that's much better than Devonta Smith, who's kind of killing you a few I mean, of these does, weeks. Does Ras ship Devonta for running back? I don't think that's a terrible idea. I don't. I don't think anybody would trade for Devonta Smith, a running back yeah. that's worth their salt. And I think if you're Rasp, like I wouldn't give him up for anybody. Like yeah, you're selling because you're selling because well. exactly the ceiling's too high there. Because like there's a world where AJ Brown goes back to Titans AJ Brown, where he gets like a hamstring injury, and then it's like Devonta Smith is going to be the number <laughs> one receiver. You know, facts, facts, facts. Um, but yeah, I'm going Rasp regardless. I, I think this is a good game, though. I like Muller's running yeah. backs. Um, and then, yeah, you want to go up next, or you want me? Uh, we can go me. So you versus Husser. Another uh, playoff battle, honestly. Husser. This is a big week for both of our teams. Three and four scoring well, and then four and three. You had the nuclear week last... Or it looked like it was going to be a nuclear week. You kind of petered out a bit in the first oh, because the Ravens stopped throwing the ball in the second half yeah. and but still a nice 140 week you needed that really badly <laughs> you were down in the dumps um but yeah a tough I mean it doesn't fix my running backs though yeah so let's get into it um Husser randomly doesn't have quarterbacks uh Purdy playing very badly and also out and then Justin Fields out so he needs to get a quarterback you want to check the waiver wire real quick I don't want to help him at all with this decision, so no. So you talk about Lamar, and then I'll see who's out there. Yeah, so Lamar, I think, is a dark horse for MVP with the way he's been playing kind of all year. He had that weird game in Pittsburgh where a game that he had two turnovers in, he probably should have had, like, fucking four touchdowns in, but his receivers, like, couldn't catch the ball. But, like, Lamar's been exactly who I thought he was going to be all year coming into this year, where he's just been a smash star every week. I think this new offense is really helping him. I think he's being a lot smarter with the way he's carrying the ball. Um, and I think this is the first time in his career where he's had legitimate play. Like, he's not throwing the ball to Duvernay and dog shit overrated Rashad Bateman. Like, he's got his number three receiver is Odell Beckham Jr. His fourth receiver is Duvernay and, and Bateman. He's got Mark Andrews. Like, the running backs have been good in Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, and their line's playing good. And Zay Flowers has been awesome. Um, so, yeah, I think exactly what I thought of the Ravens, which was they were my Super Bowl favorite coming into the year. It's I've not changed my opinion whatsoever on them. 
Yeah, so the waiver wire is pretty hysterical. Just sorting it by projected. We got Baker, a banged-up Baker Mayfield as the number one option playing tonight. Number two, Sam Darnold. Number three, Danny Dimes against the Jets. <laughs> and fucking, <laughs> uh, the boys crack very, very... Um, I think I would play Sam Darnold. appropriate there. And then Tyson Badgett the is four. Like, the options are just nothing. There's just not a lot of quarterbacks out there because I think everyone's rostering two at the moment just because everyone had buys um, the past couple weeks. So, yeah, it, it really stinks for Husser. <laughs> and, I mean, Lamar, like you said, he's tearing it up right now. So Yeah, he's making up for my running backs not being around the last few weeks. Well, last week they were, but, you know, the previous weeks. And then I guess we'll talk about those running backs now. Who do we got this week here for you, Poe, and how are you feeling? Uh, I have Javante Williams, who decided last week to score over 10 points for the first time all year. (laughs) So I'm really chasing those points from last week and hoping that against Kansas City, they actually, you know, give him the ball um, more than Jaleel McLaughlin um, because he was averaging five yards carry last time they played and actually looked really good. Um so it's like one of those things where I think Russell Wilson just sucks so much that he's like, I don't know. He just won't use his running backs in the passing game um, unless it's third down and he absolutely needs to. And it seems like Sean Payton like is just a big dumb dumb this year. So I, I don't know. Like if he can get me 10 points, I'll be pretty happy with that. And then Foreman, um, Foreman was a god. He looked incredible. Yeah, Foreman I'm pretty happy about. I think the 8.9 is extremely – like I wouldn't be surprised if Foreman went out this week and had like another 20-point game. Yeah, uh, what the hell? The they they reward Corey's boy for the the one good week. Well, because because Roshan Johnson's coming back, but like last week, Foreman split carries with um, I think the backup running like th- this is very like sticko stuff to know, but I'm pretty sure the name of the backup running back for the Bears is Evans. Yeah, Darrington yeah. Evans, and they split carries last week, but Foreman just kind of dog walked um the Raiders, and I expect. I honestly expect him to do it again Chargers, this week yeah. against the Chargers. Um, it seems like they're they're going to be relying on their running backs. So, like, if he gets 20 opportunities, you know, th- like, there's a very real possibility that he has, like, another big week. And he did this last year, too, in Carolina. Like, he split carries with Chuba Hubbard, and both of them were very good from a fantasy perspective. So, I like my running backs this week to not destroy my week, to say the least. Maybe Husser grabs Badgett and, uh, counters you on some of those check downs we'll see yeah let's hope let's hope he does <laughs> that would be hilarious um Husser's got jonathan taylor and pacheco taylor the big game last week still again not all the volume zach moss is definitely still the zach moss had almost as many touches as him yeah but i mean taylor did just look good with the ball in his hand um so yeah i mean he's he's getting through his preseason at this point you know what i mean yeah and then Pacheco's just been good all year. I, th- I think I'm pretty pissed I passed up on him. I really wanted him, and then uh, he's been really great so There were so many running backs that like went in the, those later rounds. Like That's where you find Mostert, them. Khalil Herbert, fucking Pacheco. Like All those guys all went, and I was like, I have to take Javante Williams right now, and I'm going to throw up, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, God. I expect him to be really good against Denver. Um, like you said, your guys. I'm I don't that they trade for Derrick Henry, and it just ruins this backfield for him. <laughs> like, like I'm praying. 
Yeah, you were saying that your guys won't kill you, and I don't think they will, but Hustlers are definitely both much better. Um, yeah, but I think I can make up for it at the quarterback position. Yeah, maybe through In a three here where... tied. This is a matchup where I'm so scared because the Ravens are just notorious for just absolutely playing down to their p- competition, you know? But, like, this is a week where having Zay Flowers, Lamar Jackson, and Mark Andrews, like, it should be a gigantic advantage for me against this team. And I'm going to be upset if it isn't. So let's get into that. Receivers, Hussers, Tyreek, Olave, who, did you see the police cam footage? I played for the Saints, man. <laughs> yeah. Pretty little funny. He he wasn't that much of a dick, but uh, it's worth it. I would, no, I would do anything too. If I was him too, I'd be like, "Hey, like I know I was speeding like an asshole." Yeah, and also like, you get arrested for, for speeding. Like, you can get it depending on how much of how much you're over. So I think his was considered like reckless driving because it was 35 over. But like you can get arrested in New Jersey, I believe, for going 20 over the speed limit. That's wild. Um, so but I think if it's reckless, over is over well because if it's reckless driving and not speeding, you can get arrested. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's talking cops. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tyreek, you're saying he is playing now because he practiced. It seems like it's going to be Mike McDaniel's call, I guess. Um, but you saw it <laughs> I mean, we've in seen the game against Kara. He makes the calls. <laughs> He's putting yeah. it out there. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I would ex- fully expect him to play this week because they need this game to kind of, like, I know the Bills lost last week, but, like, they need this game to kind of keep pace in the division with the New York Jets, who I think are going to win this week. So they do need this game, to say the least. And then Kenneth Walker in the I guess we probably should have talked that, about that in running backs, but Kenny Walker in the flex, I don't love it against Cleveland. Um because I don't know if he scores a touchdown, you know? Um, yeah, their defense is just... It, their defense is otherworldly good. Like, they're number one. They're the one, one where it's like, oh, I kind of am afraid of playing anyone on my team against them, you know? Yeah, 100% agree, 100% agree. That being um, said, I, think... I mean, his other option is Gabe Davis, potentially, and I feel like he's probably had fun. I think he's, Gabe he's Davis off and Gabe burned. Davis train, I th- yeah. He no, I actually think he was smart and benched him as soon as he was expecting him to get burnt. Um, I'm pretty sure he didn't play him the last two weeks potentially. So, yes, yeah, so, I mean he dodged the bullet there. Um, and I think you keep him benched this week. I, I I don't think I would play him over any of these three guys. I don't know. Uh, granted, we thought the Buffalo bounce back game was last week, but it's like, is it not against the Bucks right now? There's a very real possibility where he gets fucked because Tyreek Hill is out, and then his only option really was Gabe Davis, who's playing tonight. Yeah. I mean... Why do you still have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on your bench, dude? Fucking (laughs) drop that guy. Even if he was the starter and he had no competition, I would still not play that guy. Yeah, I mean, if, if that scenario unfolds, you got Brandon Cooks, I think, is the plan, but... Yeah, you want that designation as soon as possible. That way you can kind of adjust. Yeah. Oh, then, I then it would be Robbie Chosey Ander- Chosen Anderson, though. Oh, oh, my. Husser would do that, too. He would go out there and start <laughs> Robbie Anderson. Like when he started Terrace Wait, Marshall last year. This is a Philly year. guy? This is a Temple Remember guy? Remember when we shipped Terrace Marshall last year? And, <laughs> yeah. like, he started him one week and he had, like, his best week. And then he started him the next week and he had, like, two points or some shit and burned him hard. Uh, oh, I got to see Robbie Chosen. I need it. But um, but yeah, a good group here. I, I think 
How's Olave been? Actually, has he? He's definitely come down to earth, and the Saints are just a bull. He has been kind of. He's been kind of mids. Um, I don't know. Derek Carr sucks. Like <laughs> he, he's been mids. Him and Garrett Wilson have been kind of the same this year, where it's like their quarterback situation is not ideal, indicative of the level of player they are. Yeah. Like Olave is a top ten fucking great wide receiver. It's just Derek Carr. I mean, I, I can't believe the Jacksonville Jaguars let them back in that game last week, but Derek Carr is fucking bad. Um, and I think it's also one of those things where it seems like Olave just is demotivated because there was that one pass last week where, like, Derek Carr was trying to lead him, but, you know, Derek Carr is terrible, so he completely missed him and threw the ball out of bounds. But, like, it seemed like Olave kind of gave up on the route anyways. Um, I'd be curious if there's also some kind of uh, punishment for him this week considering the legal troubles outside of the game yeah something to monitor i think it's like a dennis allen dickhead <laughs> yeah just to trying do, to be a hardo. exactly yeah and then on your receivers sounds like you're leaving mike evans in we got about three and a half hours till kickoff um with baker. and uh baker is playing so yeah mike evans i'm 100 percent loved so him all year in. he had the one down week because he had the hamstring injury and then the bye week so you know, I think he gets back after this week. I, like, I, the Buffalo defense has been very suspect. Um, they're kind of just getting continuously injured every week, so I think he's a pretty good play this week. And then Zay Flowers against Arizona. Zay had the nice play, um, but he still hasn't put together your monster week, per se. It's just the touchdowns go to Andrews, who is also yeah. on your team. Um, so, I mean, you're getting the yardage. It's just... Uh, you're not necessarily cashing in on the Zay touchdowns, um, but still a perfect yeah. fine wide receiver too. He, he's putting up Olave numbers or comparable the past few weeks. I mean, ideally he would be my flex play, but I, you know, got a yeah. wow demoted Garrett Wilson to the flex. What are your thoughts here? Like, what do you think he's going to? I do think he's going to have a great week against the Giants. Um, Thanks, close Sunday though. I yeah, but he, I don't think he like <laughs> the way we play defense. Like Garrett Wilson could very well have a great week, and Deontay Banks could still also have a good week. You know, um, like Trey Hawkins or Jason Pinnock could get burned by Garrett Wilson easily. Yeah, um, I mean, so can Deontay Banks. I'm completely kidding. This screams this weekend screams to me is like, hey, the Giants have looked good the last two weeks, but hey. Have a... The Jets are actually a good team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've looked good. The defenses look good. The defense 100% the defense has looked very good. But I, I think this is a... Listen, he's he has literally two touchdowns on the year. He hasn't scored in four five weeks, if you include the bye. Um, but he, if you're watching that, like I feel like me and you do watch all the Jets games because we talk about them with Rasp while they're going on. Like If you're watching the games, like Zach Wilson does look better than he did last year. Uh, Garrett Wilson and him look comfortable, and, like, the targets are there, so, like, the touchdowns are going to come. And, like, I'm hoping that coming off this bye week, um, and they have a very soft schedule. Like, there's a very real possibility, like, the next few weeks for Garrett Wilson are nuclear huge. Like, he's got the Giants, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Bills, Miami. Like, those are pretty easy secondaries. Yeah. So yeah, I, I like him a lot this this uh, week. Um, to be honest with you, 
And then Andrews against Cole Komet. Cole Komet got goose-egged, so I, th- I think we're done talking about Cole Komet. It's kind of good. He's very Hawkinson-esque where he has one <laughs> good game a year. <laughs> He's Hawkinson Jr. And he gets paid more than Saquon Barkley, by the way. Does he really? They extended yes. Komet? He's not on a rookie yes. deal? Yeah, they extended him. Hold on, let me tell you How old is he? You'll laugh. <laughs> Four he was- year... Listen to this contract. Four years, $50 million. Dude, Ryan Pohl, Ryan Pohl's an idiot, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is his fourth year. He, he was uh, he was a second-round pick out of Notre Dame, so he didn't have the fifth-year option, so they extended him this year. Whatever. <laughs> Not my problem. He's getting paid $13 million this year, and Saquon's getting paid twelve. I mean, it's not like Saquon's lit the world on fire, but still... Couldn't the Cole Komet contract not looking great? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mark Andrews, very great. Um, a huge game last week. And then Arizona, it's like, are they done competing now? Like, or I think this is the last week where Arizona is going to like be uh, But frisky then Kyler comes back, so who knows? Yeah, I think this is the last week where they're like frisky or just bad and get shit on. And then I think when Kyler comes back, I think he's going to come back to a team that is going to be he's really competitive. Try, like... Yeah, I, I think they're going to come back and be pretty competitive. So, kind of excited to see Kyler because I feel like I kind of hate him. Um, I think he's very overrated, but I don't think he's like. I don't think he's Daniel Jones level of bad. Like, I think he's top 15 quarterback at his, you know, peak. And I want to see how good he is here. without Kingsbury. Like, he's never had. Like, it seems like Gannon's kind of legit ish. He made Dobbs pretty serviceable for how many weeks now yeah they were in on a ton of games and i think he's coming back to receivers like he's got hollywood i mean i know you shit on michael wilson but like he's not having a bad year michael wilson he's got trey mcbride who we haven't really seen yet because Ertz is in front of him but you know he was a pretty big selection at tight end end last year yeah and so draft wise i i think they have a lot of key pieces here so i think this is the last week where you see the Cardinals kind of look like ass, and then I think they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna play themselves out of like a top five pick and like maybe just pick in the top ten. But if you do that, I don't then you just that, ride with Kyler and get like a fucking lineman or something, you know? I don't think they should trade. I don't think they should draft a new QB either. Like I, I, I mean, think about it. Like Billy, wouldn't you rather have like I, I would like rather have Kyler Murray right now than like a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL, and it, I'd rather have him. Than I gotta probably... see him. He's coming off an ACL. Let's see how he moves around. I'd probably rather have him over everyone in this current draft besides Drake May and Caleb Williams, too. And I don't think they're going to be in the position. I'd rather draft my own guy than, like, Kyler will never win a Super Bowl. Like, at least you have the unknown, I think, with a draft pick. (laughs) Kyler Kyler Murray will never win a Super Bowl. Like, never, never, never. I don't know. I know. (laughs) I very much know. I mean, he the Cardinals will never win a Super Bowl in general. So, oh, so an aging Kyler Murray. What, what does he get? Where's he Dude, going he's next? Like twenty-five. <laughs> he's like twenty-five. I'm saying, so, like his next team, 26. he goes to the Jets when he's thirty-eight to end the curse. <laughs> That's when yeah. he gets it done. Like, where's this Kyler Murray uh, arc going? I don't know. I I don't think he's that bad. <laughs> All right. So, who are you picking? You think you're gonna win or no? Yeah, I'm going to smack Husser around this week. Yeah, Husser's going to beat you. Tyreek yeah, is, 
Tyreek is huge. <laughs> Tyreek <laughs> playing it changes everything. I like his running backs. Better. I don't think he's gonna play though, to be honest with you, because I have him in another league. I have him and Mostert, and I'm you very fucking sandbagged me. You said he was playing. <laughs> I said I don't know if he's gonna play this week. He's practicing. So like, this is what this is the headline three hours ago. Tyreek Hill is back at Dolphins Thursday practice, as well as Raheem Mostert, Javon Holland, Alec Ingold. Whatever. I took my hand off the piece. <laughs> I'll still take Hauser. And then <laughs> let's go over to me. <laughs> um, you should be happy. I'm giving you uh, giving you some space to to make up games. Here we have Wells projected pretty high this week. Um, his team is healthy, and Kareem Hunt is going to help him to say the least. Yeah. Issue is he getting a quarterback, or is he doing Howell again, or fucking Russ Wilson against the Chiefs? I mean, we saw what was on the waiver wire, so who knows. <laughs> We saw what happened to Russell Wilson last time against the Chiefs, too. Yeah, and I mean, and Howell, he had the good game against the Eagles, so I guess that's the mindset, but he didn't look good by any means. He he is under constant siege, but still. Um, yeah, I mean, if the Giants have six sacks on you, like, you're doing something wrong on offense. Um, I, I mean, we'll, we'll lead off with my team, I guess, because if you're curious if I'm concerned about the Bills and potentially sucking i am <laughs> um <laughs> here's the thing big picture like i got five let's wins already your bills right now let's get all your bills out of the way here yeah i i got five wins I'm already crying i'm playing only like bottom teams the rest of the way i have undoubtedly the easiest schedule the rest of the way i don't think i have any of the top scorers left then i have some people twice um yeah but then people like Corey, whose team was a bottom of the barrel no, team is I'll now like coming into uh cory's not coming into form i gave i, I gave him know. his best player off my like bench like give me a break Corey's not good um but yeah <laughs> so i should in in summary i should cruise into the playoffs i do want a top seed and i do need to figure out if my team's actually good or not between now and then because the Bills, yeah, they've been bad for like a month. They're still scoring fantasy-wise, but I just don't want any like nonsense in the locker room with Diggs and Allen. I don't want any of that shit. Like, I don't know if Waddle's good. It's a I little mean, Allen scary. Allen is good for fantasy, but he has not looked great. Yeah, he looks bad in real life. Real life football. Like, he is not looking good. That's the thing. He looked terrible last week, but it was still 24 points, which is like beating most people like he's still qb1 and, it, and it's been broken mac. for a month yeah and he got out by mac fucking jones yeah so i mean I, I guess i guess not time to panic but i mean i'm i'm aware the button exists <laughs> it's kind of where i'm at oh you're in a rough spot too because this is a thursday game too yeah, so, so the like, whole there's a very going. real I mean, if they look awesome, the game's I mean, all over. of them are performing. Like, they're all good. At, they, all three guys have been good. Like, I don't see... I'm not scared of Tampa Bay's defense at all. Yeah, like um, I said, I'm not scared, but I, I am aware that, like, if Buffalo just is a shitty team, like, do they just completely bottom out and, like, suck? Like, that would obviously be very bad for me. Like, there could be, like, down the stretch, right? Like, like you're talking about playoffs, like... When it matters. <laughs> like They play Kansas They play Kansas City, Dallas, and Los Angeles. Chargers, like I said, I so... should cruise to the playoffs. I need, like, two more wins, and I don't think I play there, a team that's scored you know, 800 points. You should be yet. happy they play the Chargers, because there's no way they'll ever be that bad. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. 
But um, but yeah, regardless, Alan will shit all over fucking Howell. Howell, yeah. For for this week at least, I know it's Thursday night and wacky shit happens, but I don't see a world where Howell, Howell outscores Allen. So I'm chilling. Yeah, there, neither I do I. Um, and then James Cook and Brees Hall. Brees bye week last week. The Giants, I think, still think can't really stop the run. Washington just didn't really try. They just kind of abandoned it after going down like fourteen nothing with <laughs> fucking like forty minutes left in the game. Um, yeah, the Giants cannot stop the run. They've let up 857 yards and eight touchdowns so on the air. Reese so Reese is going to be a problem. Um, yes, yes. That very being much said, so. our our linebackers and like front in general have been a lot better the past couple weeks, um, but still definitely scary. I think Brees is just really good. Um, and then James Cook, he finally got in the end zone, which was nice. Uh, I believe it was like a dump off. But um, but yeah, he he gets a ton of yards every every week. He's he's perfectly serviceable. On Wells' side, Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, they've been his duo all year. Um, Josh Jacobs has kind of disappointed for a bit now. Um, well, the Raiders have just been really bad, and, and this week he's playing a terrible matchup in the Lions. Yeah, so I mean, I personally like it because I'm going against them, but I mean, it's like James Cook has not has a real opportunity to outscore Jacobs, which you thought you'd never say probably, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, sign up for that. And then Ramondre Stevenson against the Dolphins. They're no world beaters against the run. And, I mean, Ramondre's been better of late. I think he can definitely be good. I don't know if he keeps up with Brees, but curious your thoughts. I think he's fine. Um, they've actually been using him in the passing game the last two weeks. Um So, I think he's got a pretty high floor. Like, I, I would say he meets his projection and... If he gets a touchdown, it could be a pretty good week for Stevenson. Jacobs, I'm very. I would be surprised if Jacobs has a big week this week. Yeah. So I mean, as always, my running backs just like, eh. But I, I think they have a shot to kind of outperform uh, Wells's group. So I like good. them more this week than Wells's group in to- in total. And then receivers, I got Diggs, Waddle, Pickens. Um, Diggs has been awesome. But we kind of we kind of already talked about the Bills. Um, Waddle just been banged up constantly, just really annoying. Like I want him to be good. I want him to stay on the field. Like there's this historic offense going on. It's like it would be great if you wanted to join in on the fun there. Like there are huge plays to be had. So he's just been frustrating all year. Um, hasn't been killing me by any means. Like pretty consistent scorer as well as having missed a game. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of not the guy I wish he was. Um, yeah, but yeah, we'll see how that new England Miami game goes. And then Pickens against Jacksonville Pickens has been the guy that I wanted to be, which is very, very great. Um, and they're all, he looked a lot better with Deontay Johnson back this week. Yeah. He's just a big play guy. Like it's just really good to see. And then if he scores a touchdown, then it turns into like a Mongo week. And I mean, a bad game against Houston, but other than that, just a really, really solid year for Pickens. So, uh-huh. Jacksonville, not the best matchup, probably. And, I mean, Pickett, just in general, is pretty mids. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take him in the flex kind of any day of the week. And I don't really have great options. I'm kind of experimenting with some bench guys, seeing how they turn out. Um, but, yeah. And then, yeah, I, I agree with all, the, all that. 
for the most part. I think I think Pickens is is going to continue to kind of be a pretty big player. I hope Steelers. so. I'll definitely need him to be. Um, and outside of Cleveland, he's playing some pretty soft secondaries in the, in the uh, upcoming weeks. Yeah, so hopefully he keeps going. And then on Wells' side, Cooper Cup, Scary Terry, and then Kareem Hunt in the flex. Cup seemed like he was all the way back and then kind of burnt Wells last week. It didn't end up mattering. Um, but yeah, that was a little weird. I think all that really does, though, is just remove the chance that he has another dud week. I, I think I'll get a nice, chunky... Yeah, it's week. so hard to think that he's going to have another bad week like that. Dallas does have a really good passing offense or defense. defense yeah. um, I just can't see him not having... He'll still have a day. This week. Yeah. yeah like I, it's just if he has more of a day than Diggs. Like, that's kind of what I'm concerned with, but... I'm I think it's wash. 20. And then Terry against Philly. It's weird because, like we said, like Washington competed with them very well the first time, but then Washington is also like falling off a cliff, <laughs> seemingly. So I, I don't know. And I wonder he... if Yard is if he's going to play this week. I had imagined they get him out there in some kind of like he's limited shape, packages. Like, yeah. And I mean, defensive yeah. balls, you just got to know your assignment, you know? Like yeah, so I, I think he'll play. Um, I wonder how much of an upgrade it'll be to the Eagles passing defense because their corners are bad this year, but their safeties have been, like, god-awful. Um, oh, shit. Kyler Murray is officially off the injury report. Oh, my I'm God. Gonna, yeah, Nugget. Well, and who has Wells has him. Well, <laughs> here we go. Oh my God. Here we go. Uh, if Kyler Murray plays this week, he's gonna go the fuck off against Baltimore for some reason. <laughs> I like how we're randomly Kyler Murray fans now. Yeah, or you are actually. No, no, I hate Kyler Murray, but I just had to be devil's advocate. You know me. Um, if Kyler Murray plays this week, I'm starting him over everybody that Wells has started this year, and that changes things um, as well. Back to Scary Terry, though. He's been having a good year. Um, they throw the ball enough to keep him relevant, um, and he's a really good receiver. Um, I'd love to see what he could do with like a competent offensive play caller and competent quarterback. Um, but yeah, he's been good. I, I mean, I think he's fine as a wide receiver too. I don't think him and Waddle are outmatched whatsoever. And then Kareem Hunt without your boy Jerome Ford, right? So, I mean, that's... This is essentially Nick Chubb in the flex. Not super yeah, ideal. He, Kareem, when's the last time Kareem Hunt had more than 15 carries in a game? It's been literally like two years, three years. Yeah, so we're going to see so He's going to be splitting time with Pierre Strong. Oof. It's so annoying that Kareem Hunt the last few weeks, like Jerome Ford's been really good and he was really good last week, but like for him to just get these like random fucking red zone touches and just he happens to score on them and he's like, He's literally been so inefficient too, which is what kills me. Like he's averaging less than three yards per carry. Like he is not does not look good. Um, but this week he should be good, um, just because he's going to have a little bit more opportunities. I wouldn't be surprised if Pierre Strong and him split carries though, like fifty fifty and entirely. I mean that would be ideal, you. but I'm I'm definitely expecting like him to get twenty. I would say he gets fifteen plus. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little annoying, honestly, because, I mean, I'm not super high on Waddle. I think, like, McLaurin's, I'm giving up a little to McLaurin there. 
if Cup and Diggs are a wash, and then Kareem Hunt could outscore Pickens as well. It's and then now Kyler's back. <laughs> I'm a little little more nervous than I was. Yeah, this is a little bit rougher. A little bit of a dog than you might have thought. One thing though, quickly, Darren Waller. I believe the Jets are giving up the most fantasy PPR points to tight ends in the league. So maybe we build on the good and game. And Darren last Waller week. looks much better with Tyra Taylor throwing the ball. That back shoulder touchdown was pretty filth. Like, well, it's just that Tyra Taylor isn't fucking scared to throw interceptions. And like, still he's not scared to throw interceptions, <laughs> and he's not throwing interceptions. Daniel Jones is scared to throw interceptions and still throws interceptions. It's so true. It's so true. It's, like, so disgusting. So, like, I think you have a pretty good advantage this week at tight end. Ingram's been just good, because too. I, I know, oh. but I think it's just because I think Waller is going to score. Um, that would be great. Here, but... let me pull up. Yeah, the Jets are the worst in the NFL against tight ends, and he's our only option besides Jalen Hyatt in the passing game. So I think you have an advantage, but Evan Ingram isn't going to be – you're not going to heavily outscore Ingram. Like, Ingram's going to get minimum 10 points, and if he catches a touchdown, then you're talking about a complete wash at tight end. Where I think Wells could potentially get fucked here is the defensive matchup. I know we don't talk about defenses, but, like, there's a very real possibility that the Giants I, – I don't, I don't like playing their defense this week against the Jets. We'll get into it later. That would be a nice transition, but we got to do the NFL pick them. But um, but yeah, who are you picking? I'm I'm doing me. Uh, I'm gonna take Wellington. All righty then. I gotta fade you just because I really I really. God, need I mean, that. I'm afraid too. If Kyler comes back, I, think I need we a, got dog, a dog man. Fight. Now it's like almost like a meme where I want Kyler Murray to come back, and Wells will. <laughs> I was play gonna him. make him the the thumbnail of the, of the episode. But there's also a possibility that if Hal has another good game against Philly, he's got the stack with Terry and Hal. Oh, that would suck too, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, get away, get away from the get away, Terry. <laughs> What's the fucking meme with the guy in the wheelchair? Oh, you're talking... roll away, Terry. Yeah, the, uh, the Rick and Morty thing. <laughs> yeah. Is that, no, is that no, what you're talking about? It's like the it's like the older dude in the wheelchair, and there he's like lighting a firework, and you just hear some lady in the background because the firework goes off, <laughs> and his wheel his electric wheelchair chair gets stuck, and he's like, "Get away, Terry! Roll away, Terry!" <laughs> and he just sits there. He just sits there as the firework goes off in his face. I've never seen that. So fucked up. I'll send it to you. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, let's get into the NFL pick 'em. I guess I'll go first while you find the meme. And the team I am going to pick, let me go, give me Bengals three and a half against the Niners. Um, The Niners just haven't looked great, and the Bengals off a bye and a seemingly must win. I think they'll be able to score some points and at least keep it within a field goal. Um, Yeah, I'll take Bengals three and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm going to fade you. I think this is a very big Sam Darnold week, to say the least. So you said Bengals were three and a half? That's what I got. What do you got? Okay. No, I have three and a half. Uh, I'll take the Niners minus three and a half at home. I, I think a uh, little bit of a p- overreaction to the last few weeks, and I'm hoping that Sam Darnold has a day. The, the half point here is hard, though. Yeah, I, I like the hook. And I just like the Bengals. I, I like having three and a half with a team that can score. Like, that's always a, a nice yeah. feeling. 
Um, give me Mike Tomlin as a dog. Give me Steelers two and a half against the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are flying a little too high. Steelers just always seemingly come out and win these games that they kind of aren't supposed to. Home dogs, two and a half. I think they'll win outright and keep rolling. Steelers. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong there. You said two and a half plus yeah. two and a half. I'm not going to fade you on this one because uh, I do think that the Steelers should be competitive. What I'm going to do is to, I'm going to take the over 41 in that game. Okay. Actually. Um, I think 41 is pretty low for two teams that kind of have been scoring especially the Steelers who have been scoring a lot more lately. Um, so I, I'll, I'll take the over. Do you have 41 as well? Yeah, I got 41. I have it. I All have right. like the page up. It's live like updates. Um, and then, yeah, best bet of the week. My favorite ugly under of the year. Give me Jets Giants under 36. I was and a half. just looking at that. <laughs> I was just looking at that. Oh I my can't god! Wait. That is a nice 10-7 schlag. It's gonna be incredible. You were Are talking the Giants home dogs technically here. I don't think that counts as home dogs. It's it's essentially a neutral field, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I think it's our season ticket holders, but our season ticket holders probably are just selling their shit anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you were saying you don't like the Giants D. I I disagree. I think I I, I seeing Sam Howell play, he looked exactly like how Zach Wilson looks like when you deliver some sort of exotic pressures and things along those lines, and he has to think on his feet and not turn the ball over. I I think I think we should be able to like get home a, a good amount. We can deliver pressure. I I am concerned about the run game. I think Brees and what the Jets do on the ground is a lot better than what Washington was able to do. Um, but still, I, I don't think I don't think we're going to get torn up by any means, and I also think we're going to really struggle to move the ball. I mean, even in our huge offensive performance last week against the daunted Redskins, uh, 14 points. So if we score that, it's like, are the Jets scoring 22? I, I don't think so, but who knows? Um, it I sounds do. like it's going to be a fucking rough watch i can't wait i can't wait we're, the we're like the big 10 it. now <laughs> it's gonna be fun um all right so there's a few games that i i'm looking at the spreads and i'm just like Chargers do not deserve to be eight and a half point favorites but i'm not gonna bet on the bears literally ever um the ravens nine and a half on the road in arizona is so many points is Kyler Especially back? if our boy Kyler is back. Um, <laughs> oof. I don't think he is. It would have moved by now or it would be down if he was playing, right? Yeah, I, I think... Uh, man, I really would have loved that the Bills were still 8.5 because it moved all the way to 9.5, which means like... Take bucks. You get one into. I can't. I can't. This just screams to me. Like I think Huster and Raff are on it, like, so I, I think they they typically know something. You're just trying to goad me into something you don't think is going to happen at oh, all. I've been literally taking the wrong pick and everything to try to get you back in the game. <laughs> I'm trying to give yeah. you a winner here. It's a no all sweat right. token. Uh, oh, or what else are you going to take? I'm going to take the Eagles minus seven against the Commanders. I, I just... That's good. The That's Commanders good. are not good. I mean, last time I took the... 
This is literally identical to the bet I took three weeks ago when the Eagles were six-point favorites. <laughs> or eight-point favorites though. on the road the against the Commanders. The Skins do play them well. Is... No, fuck that. They're getting fucking decimated this week. I'll take the <laughs> Eagles minus seven. Okay, so those are the three picks. Um, and yeah, we'll see how the games go. And then quickly, let's talk some Giants. Uh, good win last week. It was really entertaining watch. Um, I guess I'll just talk big picture. I, I think we're going to differ a little bit here too, but it was it was fun to win. I I, I had a great time, honest to God. I know that I know the. I don't are, want to tank. I don't want I mean, to tank last either. Week I want us to tank, but I said it. I said it because I was like, oh, like just get these guys a quarterback and they'll be fine. But it's like if we actually went one in sixteen, like we wouldn't believe in Dable anymore. <laughs> like if we lose yeah, to teams was... like the skin, like that Redskins team, like. Dude, then it's like, yeah, we have this bigger was one problems. of those weeks where all the stories coming out were like Dable's way more involved in the offense and like in all these meetings, and then the Giants came out and had like their best week of the year, and you're like, yeah, see, like the the issue is Daniel Jones, and literally the issue in my opinion is Daniel Jones and uh, Kafka, and maybe it's not even Kafka as much as the it, line as it was is in Daniel a real Jones bad spot too. Like they probably they thought it was going to be better, like. And you can't tell because they don't play in preseason and there's no live practice reps. And then you see, like, Glowinski just a disaster against Dallas and stuff. Like He was I think good last week, though. That's the thing. The line is kind of coming into form a little bit. If Thomas is back, like, the line can be decent. He's like, probably not going to play this I week. I know, though. but I'm just saying, like, down the line, like, Thomas tackle, JMS center, and then you got like Pewitt guard now, Glowinski or Bredesen at the other guard, and then and we're definitely not trading Saquon. Like Dable told him personally, which like was we're a cool move. Not trading, which was know? a cool move. And yeah, I don't want to tank. Like I want to beat the Jets. Honestly, it's just annoying. This is where I'm landing. Bill, yeah, so do I. Because at this point, like if we beat the Bills, we would have been three and four. Yeah, and then and, like, that's we'd be the... fully back in because like we played the hardest part of our schedule by far. Like the first five weeks of the season, and so did the Jets so, as well. So it's like we're both kind of in that like soft schedule area. Like my have... opinion, also too, is like, yeah, you can tank, but like you said, like, hey, you want to see like guys develop this year, which is the defense is developing, right? Like Hyatt looks like he was like it looks like this year where it was all of Joe Shane's guys, kind of in the scouting department and everything is like it seems like our draft this year was a fucking success. We got Hyatt, JMS, and Deontay Banks, who are all three, as well as Trey Hawkins. Like, yeah, you should talk Trey Hawkins, whatever. He's having he's a you sixth know, round some corner growing starting, wounds, but he's a like, sixth round corner. Yeah. Like, if he can turn into a deaf corner for us, like, that's a, a gigantic uh, help. And then Okereke is working out. Okereke, like. Okereke is working out, and Micah McFadden is, like, one of the McFadden best. He's actually, like, good. one of the best linebackers in the NFL this year so far. The it defense crazy is good across the board. Like, so you're talking about two drafts back to back. Where and I think Kavon's coming into form. I think you're like yeah, I think you saw last Neil. week. Like what? It's him. just Neil. That's really sucks. Like if yeah, he actually was Neil. stalwart at right tackle. Like the team is drastically better from where we. And who knows? Like he's still so young. Like he's only 23. Like yeah. I'm not gonna give up on him. It's hard not to you know, he's shit talking the fans and being a fucking idiot. He's twenty too. yeah, he's twenty three, like some I think that was just South. he's 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 gotta figure it out. And like even if he doesn't work at tackle, like he we should still try him at guard because we said that for years with Eric Flowers. He refused to do it because 
he hated the coaches. And then, oh, lo and behold, as soon as he goes to guard for the commanders, he becomes like a pretty playable. decent offensive lineman, like an, a playable offensive lineman. Just so sucks. like, it's a, it's a, I feel like with his, that's a playable guard <laughs> is a whiff. Like. Yeah. But at, at the same time, it's like, if you could salvage it, it, yeah. it works, you know? And so I'm of the opinion, like, yeah, I did want to tank, but like, I want them to just be in a position where we're competing this year. Like, cause my thoughts on this year coming into this year was eight or nine wins. If we can get to seven or eight wins on this year, considering all the bad narrative, you know, for the last few weeks, like I think you're seeing kind of, you know, this team's not giving up on Dable. And I think you're seeing that like the issue might've been Daniel Jones and a little bit too much on his plate. Like, I think Hyatt's got to be involved more. I think Saquon being back, like I think the team can get to six or seven wins, and that would be a yeah, win for I think me this six year. Is and then I think easy looking at the schedule. I think you put yourself in a position then where, hey, like we can go get whatever quarterback we want, and if we don't get a quarterback, like we can get someone in the second round. Like we can maybe make a deal for a quarterback. Like we can draft again. Like have another full draft in the off season, and then. Maybe you trot Daniel Jones back out there next year. I don't want to, but like, hey, we got to eat his contract no matter what next year. You know? Yeah, we're so like, eating if, it if no we matter up, what. So I get. I'd prefer to go get our guy this year though. Like, but if if for instance, like we end up in a in the fifteen spot, right? Like, you're not going to be mad if we get Penix Jr. You know? Like, I think we'd be fine with like a quarter, like an athletic quarterback like that in Dable's system. You know, I'd love Penix, and I mean, listen, if we do have to trot out DJ next year, it's like you have some line help and receiver help if we don't get a quarterback. You assume with those first couple picks, but yeah, I mean, yeah, beating the Jets this week, like it allows us to have some fake fun. Like uh, we're not going to win the Super Bowl, but it is like, oh, we can get to nine wins and get in. Like the the schedule really, really softens up. It's just like. Bears, or not Bears, um, Raiders, Packers. I think I'm struggling to think of the shitty teams. <laughs> Another the only guys game. who I really like the people I really don't want. Like I don't want Caleb Williams to be honest. with Yeah, you. dude, he's a prick. Did you hear him? <laughs> did you hear yeah. him yell at the? He he did the Evan Neal to the kid who ran up to him with the phone, who was also a prick. But uh, he's no, just like that was fine. That guy was being a prick. no. But listen, he the was like Notre Dame fan. He's like yeah. Every day I get to wake up and step into my twelve and a half size shoe and like know that I'm the man. I was just like, oh, dude, like, yeah, <laughs> like, oof, oof. He's like one of those guys ownership who, like, in got the team way too early, and also stinks. Ownership in the yeah, like, yeah. I don't want that I'm, anyway. I don't I'm want very that anyway. much on the Drake May or Penix, and those those are the only two guys I think I want from this class. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch no some more else. McCarthy because I think that could be a realistic option too. And he's got some JJ big McCarthy. Games. He's got some big, yeah. Michigan yeah, guy. but how much, stock, how much stock do you want to put into JJ McCarthy when they've been cheating for the last three years? We'll and see. in the game, and in the game where they weren't cheating against TCU, he had fucking two <laughs> god awful pick sixes and literally single handedly lost them the game. I guess that's fair. I, I didn't really care about the cheating yeah. things. I don't care about college and like. They're, those dudes are all scumbags and all cheating, so I was kind of like, whatever. I think they're all cheating, too, but I like Michigan. I like Harbaugh. I'm, like, almost praying that Harbaugh comes back to the NFL now. I'm just praying that he... Like, I honestly would like him on the Bears. Like, I think he would be a good fit for the Bears, personally. I mean... Because they would give him full control. I don't care if the Bears are good. <laughs> like, that doesn't really uh, impact me, but... 
Yeah. But yeah, back to the Jets. Let's talk Jets. Let's let's steer the ship here. I think, yeah, like I was saying, I think defensively we can hold them pretty low scoring. I think we're going to have a lot of trouble as well. Like the Jets D is no joke. They're going to be sacking us a shit ton. I think we're going to have a lot of trouble on Brees Hall, to be honest. Like he's the guy I'm most tough. Brees Hall is definitely tough. And I mean... The the thing is the way Tyrod plays, it's just like he just kind of throws throws it up to who's one on one, which is as good of a formula as you can have to beat the Jets. I'd say like if you try to scheme shit open, like it seems like they eat that shit up. Like if you have Hyatt one on one running a straight line, just give him the ball. Like and then apparently Waller or tight ends in general are a mismatch. I think that's our avenue to scoring points, but we just still don't score points, so that's not great. Yeah. Can't abandon the run either if we fall down like seven to three. Like, and I, I think the fact that the Jets, if the Jets can't put us away, that's good because we can just rely on the run. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we should be able to stop them aside from Brees Hall. I, I think Wilson really will struggle. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to let like one good game against the Chiefs really make convince me to be afraid of him. You know? Yeah, no, I think we'll be competitive with the Jets. I do think they. Competitive, but I think it'll be the <laughs> ugliest game of the year. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll be pretty ugly. Basically, um, the teams I think we can beat are just teams that like are schlog fests, and like we can just keep punting inside the twenty and being like, "Yeah, you're not going ninety yards." Like, and the Jets are one of those teams. I think the Jets are better than us. I think they're more talented, but I think we can win the game. I, I would just love to come into next year with only needing to worry about one side of the ball. Yeah, that that is extremely true. And I mean, outside of the Cowboys in two weeks, like we have a pretty soft. Like, yeah, I was trying to there's remember. There's no reason why we, we can't we can't be competitive against the Jets. Like, we could be competitive against the Jets, the Raiders, the Commanders, the Patriots, the Packers, the Saints. Yeah, like those are the teams. The Eagles, for, but yeah, the Eagles will be hard. That's a dick kicking on Christmas, but hey, maybe we can lose those games and we're fine. And we should we should have beat the Bills, but like if you look at our schedule, like we played. Arguably, four of the top ten teams in the NFL: the Cowboys, the Niners, the Seahawks, the Dolphins. Yeah, and in the first five weeks of the and season. I mean, even the Bills. Like, obviously, now they kind like of the Seahawks sucks, but... are much. The Seahawks are much better this year, and we probably should have beat them. Honestly, they didn't do shit on offense either. Like, we just couldn't score yeah. at all. Like, Daniel Jones was god awful in that game you just remember how long the season is like <laughs> it's hard because i just like live and die by it but it's just like i'm like one in five and we over. almost came back in that game and daniel jones threw two terrible interceptions that could have been 14 points so we'll see i mean if we beat the jets we can have fake fun like we could be like oh playoffs like look out here we come like da 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 like two and I mean, six the NFC is pretty bad yeah that's what i'm saying like if we beat the Jets, we have a we have a road to nine wins. It just sucks because you see like the Vikings, right? Like they're they're three not and that four. either, and they're like right now the Vikings are one game out of the playoff hunt with the Buccaneers, who are three and three. The Buccaneers aren't making the playoffs, you know. I don't want I don't are... want to get caught into talking playoffs. And if we beat the Jets, I'll talk playoffs with you next week. But <laughs> we still have no. To... I'm not. I'm not saying. Hey, I'm not going to draw the, the path and get that excited. In fact, but... in fact, I'd actually prefer that we don't make the playoffs this year because we're not winning the Super Bowl. You know. Yeah, but it would like be I, fun. I'd actually prefer. It's, it's fun. 
it's fun having all the boys over, cooking a bunch of food and beating the Vikings. Like that shit's all. What if we play the fucking uh, NFC South uh, champion and win? Like that would be so fun. You don't think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but then you. <laughs> but then what happens is like, yeah, Deontay Banks is a great pick, but like, who cares? I don't I'm, a, I'm over tanking. Losing isn't the way to win. I'm over it. I had I had my fun with it, and it wasn't fun. I mean, the Bears are going to have the watching one and the two. Games. The Bears are going to have like the one and the three pick this year, and they're still going to probably suck if they don't like and we pick, get a court we coach in there. Top ten for a decade, and they sucked. Like, yes, winning winning yeah, helps picked... winning. Winning and developing players helps winning. Not fucking getting some entitled prick, Caleb Williams. You need people in like you need like people that you take in the third, fourth, fifth round to turn into deaf guys. 100%. So like you need like what's happening to us this year, which is like Micah McFadden, right? Like you need Trey Hawkins, like you need Wandale Robinson, you need Jalen Hyatt, like you need these guys, JMS, to like at the end play of, well. Yeah, it's literally like it's not just tanking and getting the top pick. It's like just have three good drafts in a row and then you're a good team. Like that it's yeah. literally simple as that. Just have three drafts where you have like four starters. But it does draft. help if you draft like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and where was he picked? Twelve, I think. Yeah. That was one of the biggest McAdoo stories ever where, like, I remember leading up to the draft, like, there was talks of, like, McAdoo wanted to draft Patrick our, our Mahomes. Our lives and I was would like, be drastically different right now. I was, no, <laughs> We'd I be living was, in mansions. He, <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, but he wanted to draft Patrick Mahomes, and I was, like, very adamantly against it because I was like, this is a project quarterback. Like, we're a team that could win now. Like, and what do we why would we waste our pick on end. Evan Ingram. We took uh, Evan Ingram. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that worked out. But yeah, I, go Giants. I'm I'm very down to win. I, I was telling Rasp at the wedding. I was like, oh yeah, I don't want to win. But now that we beat the fucking Commanders, and like I remember how it feels to win. Like, and I just enjoyed it all week. Like, it would be sick to beat them. Like, if we be- can get to seven wins, I'll, I'll consider this year. Like I said that before the season too. I said if we win seven, yeah, eight games, guts I'll it out. They didn't quit at one and five either. So. That's something. They haven't quit in any of these games. It's just Daniel Jones was just so bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I have Lauren watching all of these games with me, and she's like, why is he so bad? And then she's watching Tyra Taylor, and she's like, he's much better than Daniel Jones. Like, Lauren doesn't watch football like us. Like, if she can, like, tell that Daniel Jones is that bad, then I think Daniel Jones is that fucking bad. A fucking child can see it. <laughs> my Dude, girlfriend. in two games, in two games. Yeah, she she hears me right now. She's like, Tyrod Taylor's games are actually interesting to watch because so like he throws the ball. Tune in at four thirty and met. Like, he has <laughs> almost as many passing. He has almost as many passing yards as Daniel Jones in three less starts. He's off by two. He's off by three hundred yards total in three less starts. So I, we're going, we're running long, but I do think he looks a lot care. more comfortable. He's de, he's decisive. Like he's he, just not scared. He's he's, he's not just scared. Not. He's down to take it. Like, on third and nine, like, there's no reason to throw it before the sticks, like, when there's no yeah. catch and run. Like, just that's take the deep shot my... to Hyatt. He always fucking... That's always been my biggest, like, criticism of Aaron Rodgers, too. And, like, obviously Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers a Hall of Fame. He throws it, no, but my, my always, my criticism of Aaron Rodgers is, like, there would be times where, like, he valued more the safe throw because he doesn't want to throw an interception. 
And like maybe if he had a little bit more of the gunslinger mentality, maybe when he had a streak. But he definitely has yeah. slung it before. He has multiple forty touchdown seasons. Like no, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying that's been like one of my biggest things. Like yeah, his interception numbers are very low, but he also isn't taking like like yeah. If Patrick Mahomes throws fifteen interceptions, like he's probably throwing you yeah. know fifty touchdowns. You know like. I mean, of, like, I don't mind not example. turning the ball over. Like, turning the ball over sucks, and it definitely ruins the, the game. The thing with Daniel Jones but, is that he's playing yeah, like Jones, he's playing like that and still t- turning the ball yeah, over. Yeah, Rodgers is still marching down the field methodically <laughs> while dinking well, and dunking. Tyra Taylor has as many passing touchdowns as him, okay? And he yeah. has zero interceptions. Yeah, I mean, the... the I'm not going to look too much the Bills. If it, was, if it wasn't for that pass interference and then the dog shit... He also audible uh, run audible. Yeah, like if, he <laughs> so doesn't, if he doesn't do him. that, if he doesn't do that, we beat the Bills by a touchdown, dude. It's not like we just beat like we beat them and earn the win. Um, I still can't believe they didn't call that pass interference. They weren't going to give Darren us two Waller. in a row. They gave us the one to put it at the one. It just, but like Jalen Hyatt, for instance, dude, he's third in our team on receiving, and he has like nine fourteen catches. targets on the year <laughs> on nine catches. And he's got two like, bombs why? called back because Evan Neal just wanders down the field. Yeah, and why does <laughs> why why does uh like you know like why does Isaiah Hodgins have more targets than him? Like why does Paris nah, Campbell have look more at targets? The, than look him? at the snaps between him and Hodgins the past few weeks. He's he's fully the starter now. Yeah, Hodgins is out. Uh, it seems like they're saying, "Hey, we're playing Waller and we're playing Robinson and we're playing Hyatt, and the if we lose, we're brought. losing." And I mean, but Hodgins, like, these are the I'm not going to shit on Hodgins. Like, he was great. He was great for us last year when we desperately needed a body. Like, he's still a capable route runner. He looks better than fucking. Yeah, he's Shepard a good tripping. three. He's a good three four. But like, also like, why why is Shepard returning punts? Like, I mean, Shepard did because uh, Eric Gray was a disaster in camp. Yeah, he got. So, yeah, but. Then again, it's just like, how do we not have a punt returner? You know, I mean, and like, then after Shepard muffed one, they put Slayton back there, who's known for his fucking stick'em hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. I think they uh, they added that guy been... Gunnar Olszewski or whatever, the white Patriot punt returner. Yeah, but but um, Slayton's been pretty good this year too. I mean, he's he not lighting good. the world on fire, he but he's is good. He's a good like we have a good like he's the best Gettleman draft the, pick. The play- the playmakers aren't the reason why Daniel Jones sucks. Like, yeah, would I ideally would love help. to have Stefan Diggs? Yeah, that like, yeah, helps. but we couldn't afford him. Like, we're paying twenty million dollars to fucking Kenny Galladay this year, who's not even on the team. He can't even get on a practice squad. How bad he is! Like, Waller has been our playmaker, and like, yeah, like ideally you would love to have Stefan Diggs or just like one of those guys. But like, get Ayuk in the offseason. We went in. Yeah, we went into this offseason or into the season knowing we like Darren Waller's that guy. And the last two weeks, he's looked like that guy, you know? So, like, if we can just build around Hyatt and Robinson and Waller, and maybe Hyatt ends up being that guy, you know? It seems like very well Dable's can be. adamant. He runs by everybody. Dable's adamant that he wants to get him the ball. Like, the two times, I, I said this to you too, the two times where Dable was not taking over offensive play calling, right? was the most that Hyatt was used. And then the week where Dable was involved in all, all the offensive meetings, Hyatt was used. So I think this is one of those things where I think you're going to see us fire Kafka after the year, to be honest with you. And, like, I could very much see Dable just taking over the offensive play calling and installing, like, an offensive coordinator, you know? 
I mean, the thing with Hyatt too, it's he'll he'll never be a volume guy. Is the thing he is like he'll either run the the short curl and then or just take it deep on the post. Like, well, that's the thing. That's why we have like these guys you, you like Wandale need, and Paris Campbell. Like, you still need an outside guy guys. that can run routes. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at this Florida State guy. Uh, Tom likes him too. I can't think of his fucking name. Number four. I want that. I want Washington Ro- uh, Roma Dunze, but he's probably going to be like a top ten pick, right? Yeah, there it's loaded with receivers though. There's a lot of good guys. Like I know, obviously, everyone knows Marvin Harrison and stuff. But um, yeah, definitely starting to dip my toes in in draft prep a little bit as well. But I mean, a, a tackler or whatnot wouldn't hurt either. But we're going way off the rails. <laughs> I still want to beat the yeah, Jets. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll yeah, I want to beat the Jets. I'm, I'm not gonna. It's it's not. It's not the doom and gloom it was like after that Seahawks loss. Yeah, like, now it's just half even fun. in the even in the <laughs> Dolphins game, dude. Like in the Dolphins game, we were competitive too, and like really no, had a we chance weren't. to win they, that game. They could have scored whenever they wanted. Well, it's dude. It's it's again because Daniel Jones just played so bad, dude. Like our defense put us in a position to be able to win that game, and Daniel Jones just couldn't do anything. Yep. So it goes. So it goes. That won't happen this week because it's it's the Tyrod show. So tune in to T-Mobile against the Jets this Sunday. And uh, yeah, guys, enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk to you after. Bye, Giants. My bad, I fucking ruined it. <laughs>